Welcome to the Wale and Yemi Football Pod. Brought to you by Astamin. Repair and recover. Orange water side. Shut Chill. They do registry for up. So they don't use, like, they want all day inside if you enter. Uh. So they were using the beach side. You get one small, yeah. So there's another building behind too. So they do registry for them. So as they finish registry. So, like, two hours later, basically. Because then they start reception quickly. Now I reached there. Now we start. We started basically around 3.30 or 3.15. Now the event plan talks, yeah, you can start. I don't the vex, yeah. Now tell me, say, now to this reception go start now. Say, no, wala. Now we start. Groom family, dance enter. Everything was going on smooth. Bride family, dance enter. Everything. Basically, now, now wedding of, a gathering of old people. The, the after party was meant for the Gen Z, yeah, youngins. So, general population research on her. Now, you can't reach time, make couple dance center. You know. Now, in we start at the dance center, at the hype, you know, basically the hype, the whole, you know, like they mark, I mean, blah, 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 all these things they go. And everybody was done dancing, and make we start reception, say, Opening prayer. You know what happened? Okay. I lost my voice. <laughs> As in, I lost my voice totally. Ah. I know if you talk one word like this. Ah. Hmm. be play. So the the crowd kind of looks at ah. What's going on here? What is happening here? Even the couple where they my back, they look say, Olga, what is happening? Now like, quickly, quickly. So I'm concerned people don't carry water and tom tom come. Okay, no wala. If my voice don't go like that, which are they always revert to now? I'll just bring the tempo because microphone there now. So I bring and come down. I see the manager. Suddenly the team even go again. Ah. ah. Hey. <laughs> now even plan are coming because we have to take a break. So live band they play. Then say the person follow you come. She be that your assistant. I say assistant for you, not my friend. I said, don't worry, don't worry. You go run this thing. <laughs> Long and short, till we reach that period where they do cutting of the cake. My voice is not clear. And I'm talking about a chunk of that reception. As we finish cutting of the cake like this, now in the voice open. Ah, she be, I still do after party. Now, yeah, I mean, I be after party. Until another hype and wake on day with this, you say, ah, baba. Me to Afia, I say, man, God bless you. At least. Please me. So that, and the genesis of the voice I lose with that. I swear. As in. You are the thing, but what? In. <laughs> and, and I don't know about this where this is January. But it was, it was, it was, it was fun. Everybody understood, say, no, be, it just, it just happened. I just forgot. Now the genesis of the voice. Who is you in talking? We want to access, but when are they access? 20. So she tell me my event actually my yes this was what led to what made Access Bank eventually sponsor Access Bank Marathon. Yeah. Uh-huh. So Access did like a, a marathon. Which gave you this one? Sports. Sports. Yeah. Um, anything for the money now. Man. Yeah. Access Bank said it could be marathon. Oh, under nineteen. No, nineteen. Oh, yeah. Send no send them. We go play them after the after okay, the. Okay. Okay. Access Bank yeah, did something like a marathon within staff. Because we health and fitness committee. Yeah, okay. So we did around via our complete at uh, 
what is used to be Ocean View. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so I'll that's it. Ocean View, man. That place on top. I'll have a ship pants, you set up everything. I'm a general full from there. And my lawyer perform. My loose voice. Eh? I swear to God, you couldn't speak that. <gasps> See, I, I see, see the talk. Me, I saw That's ah. my voice. Not be that bad. Ah, this is where they hear. Ah, if I still good, save, save. Yeah. Sir, I can't believe it. I can't. I can't. Yeah, I mean, this is a compliment. This is Baba. Now you call Sam. Say when you the hype, and actually, I think it was correct. Say if say, I don't know, because actually, I think I was tired because of say I come out on Friday. Mm. Say if say you don't know, you go don't find gauge as you go. Yeah, gauge about. Then I know they hear myself really well. So if you know they hear yourself well, then as they say, you go they shout. You go they shout. Yeah. Say, now where you really, really lose the voice with that. Okay. Say, no worries. Daddy. Daddy. Oh, um, my. Audience. Nah, I'm rapper. African rapper number one. Um, uh, uh, that's where you play, That's the video, you know. That's the video, very embarrassing, man. But I just appreciate it, man. They just deal very understanding. Anyways, we're recording, so welcome to the podcast, guys. You've been recording. Let's get oh, this going. Yeah. Wally is nowhere. You've been recording. Welcome to the Wally and Yemi Football Podcast. My name is Olaf. Thank God, sir. Never go talk um, something. We're recording on a Tuesday. My voice is a bit cleared up. I think I'm on eighty percent right now. I had to do two late fitness tests. I I failed the one yesterday. <laughs> failed it woefully. I failed it woefully yesterday, but today. So actually, I now had to research what a late fitness test means. We always have a very wrong mean of late fitness. So when you think that this player has passed the late fitness test, you get a feel that he's fit. No, no. not that he's fit. Is that he can at least, least go through a period of time, a period of time without feeling the pain that caused his his uh, discomfort or injury. Not that he's fit to no no no. no. <laughs> so that, I think that is what I've done. I've passed the late fitness test. Not that my voice is fully clear, but at least you can still record this one. Yeah. So guys, welcome to the pod. Brought to you by Astemin. Repair and recover Astemin. Your goodie bags are almost ready. In fact, they are inside my car right now. I just need to sort it out and um, uh, we'll announce the winners. I'll tell you guys how you're going to pick up um, your goodie bags courtesy Astemin, who have been very wonderful uh, with the podcast. Yemi, how are you doing? What's I'm good? fine. Well, first of all, you set me up. Thank God I didn't say something implicating. No, 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 no. no. You, uh, you, 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 you barely say things that implicate you. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> interestingly, actually, tomorrow will be exactly one year we posted our first episode oh, wow. but, on Hala Qatar. But this is the 49th episode, right? Yes, this is the 49th episode. Oh, nice. So tomorrow will be the exact date last year, on the day. No one said this, on the day. Yeah. On this day. On this day. In 2022, Hala Qatar, we started this venture as a podcast crew. Uh, it's been a pleasure. It's been a fantastic ride. Oh yeah, it's I have to say thank you to everybody. Everybody, yeah, yeah that has yeah. been with us from that period, from all our sponsors. Yeah, big shout to Cobobid, Recostory, and of course now. And now as to me, yeah, we're still looking so, forward to more, right? Oh yes, oh yeah, thank you very much. And to everyone who shared our podcast. Oh man. yes, thank you very much. Oh, everyone yeah. who's done. We <laughs> let me just there, there are a few we have to mention. From Amos, our good friend, and the semi-retired professional Sunday, footballer. Sunday football, Amos. <laughs> to Yomi Kazim, especially. Mm -hmm. Yomi, thank you very much. You've been a, a, a big, 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 big 
uh, proponent of this. Uh, now, I really podcast. wanted to draw you I mean, into the podcast, but I mean, yeah, like, for yeah. logistic reasons, <laughs> it's just been it's very not, much impossible. Yeah, but big shout out to you, because yeah. yeah, everybody that's been listening, you know, um, yeah. my friends, Mawani, who's always listening to it when he's on the plane. Oh, nice, um, nice. He says that the podcast is too long. So the only time he can listen to it comfortably is when he's in the, when he's in the play. Yeah. You know, so shout but out to him. But the fact that someone can, can dedicate two hours of his time yeah. or share two hours of his yeah. own time to listen to no, I really appreciate I tell that. him, yeah, he plays a lot of golf. So I tell him, listen to it on the golf. He says, hey, what is the golf for? He wants serenity. Serenity, yeah, of course. I think, I think the sport itself is a, is a serenity <laughs> yeah. sport. Yeah, so. You know, so shout yeah. out to him. Shout out to everybody yeah, from Castle Square. Sport, two, two hours. To... And two hours, quality two hours, right? Oh, yeah. And I can make boast. You won't get these two hours anywhere no. in Nigeria. You no won't way. get anywhere. No way. Yeah. No way. You won't get anywhere. Uh, soccer pop, Victor. Victor Espinosa. Uh, Victor Lufon. A lot of guys. You know, too many to mention. Yeah, yeah thank you. From let's let's go our regular guys, Boega, yeah, uh, Bello, Valentine, Valentine, yeah. Um, what was it? Julia Deumi. Even big shout out to Shayo, Shayo, um, Shayo Esports. Listen to the pod as well. Oh, yeah, listen, good on him. Good on him. Listen, good on him. Good listen on to him. the pod as well. So, <laughs> big shout out to everyone. Yeah, yeah big really, shout really out to everyone. I'm so sorry. This one is coming a day late. <laughs> but you guys have to understand. Yeah. So, um, well, let's see this. Then, I mean, crucially, it was also a pod that we recorded today, right? Oh, so, up. we could redeem the bet, right? Yes. So, Yemi, Yemi won the bet. Oh, yes. And it's even good that you have chosen to admit that. Because I won if this I had one. come yesterday, you won't eat lunch. Uh, I will postpone the double whammy, no matter. It won't be double whammy, you just share it. It won't Same feel like way. a victory. I'll have won next week. Nah, chop or double whammy because I first the streak has started though. A streak has started. I hear you. I hear you. I just hope my streak will not be like a big ant. I I have you. <laughs> anyways, um I mean I don't need to tell you about my weekend anyways. You guys my weekend is reflective on how we started the show <laughs> and also reflective on my voice. So uh weekend was big shout to the um Besson's. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um Corede and, and Lady. Um they ha got, they happy, married. happy married life. Happy married life to them. Um I think Corede is a physician. Lady is um an orthopedic surgeon. Ah double yeah. whammy. Yeah. Double real double one. And uh, both were wonderful people, had a oh. great time. Um they also had great friends too. Big shout out to this one. If do you want to top boy? Yeah. Alright, so top I, I said at the wedding that that Corede, that's the groom. Looks like um, uh, Solly. Looks like Solly. Oh yeah, it looks like Solly. Oh, oh really? That's Did you Kano. see the picture I posted on my? No, I, I just. Okay, picture. let me show you. So let me That's show you. That's Kano. Yeah. Kano used to be a rapper, a rapper, by the right? way. Used to be a rapper. Okay. Man like Solly. Man like Solly. I got it. Man like Solly. See. Does it look like Solly? Uh, a bit, right? Not really. I think Solly's taller. I'm about bald though. Yes. Yes, Solly not bald. No, yeah, Solly not bald. Though. What did you do this past weekend? Nothing. Just right. work. So chill weekend. Work. Yeah. Work. All right, man. Christmas is here. Yes. We're so. officially Christmas season, right? Yep. Do we do Christmas in Nigeria? Yes, we do. When we start here in Yakata and uh, <laughs> and Black Friday. No, we don't do Black Friday. Ah. It's Camp Friday. It's Camp Friday. Yeah. <laughs> It was back in the days. I'm talking about the that good luck Jonathan period. Ah, it when Nigeria was still good. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine. On that Jonathan, we could say Nigeria was good. <laughs> Anyways, I thought that was a lot of the mobile gadgets I have, or my wife has, that I bought for her. Bought, even when before we got married, we bought on Black Friday. Ah. 
and we bought it at very, very good prices. You are not just I won't buy forces. Oh. I don't think near now. I know Black Friday again now. They were just like say it was something before uh -huh. now. Nah. I think you'll probably get Black Friday in, in America. Yeah, even but America is yeah, a bit of a so, scam too. Scam Friday. Scam too. Black Friday. There was a video that trended of a woman that went to a store and she was checking appliances that were in the store. And then some, I don't know how she decided to pull the price. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and she pulled the price. I saw that under it, behind the price, the so called, -called Black Friday yeah. price, was the same price. Same price yeah. And he said it was a sales price. I told you, it's Scam Friday. <laughs> Anyways, I'm, I'm looking, I love Christmas. I love, I love the season itself. Um, I love the serenity. I like that the roads are always free. So, <laughs> so, good. so I'm, I'm looking for. But the roads have been free more or less. It's the subsidy remover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it gets freer. Uh, yeah, yeah. It gets, <laughs> uh, it gets freer. Then I think there's another opportunity for me to spend time with parents as well. So uh -huh. then we have to start getting prepared. I mean, we'll probably not be recording during that period. So yeah. Yeah, so we'll probably take a break. So it's better we'll do some reminiscing and. Um, yeah. You know, look out to Christmas. So Merry Christmas to everyone out there. I think I was the first person to say that on the board. <laughs> so Merry Christmas to everyone. Um, yeah, I thought it was a weekend of Golazos. Oh, yeah. um, it was a busy Saturday, but I think I spent Sunday, which was Thanksgiving Sunday in church. After that, I saw a lot of football. I saw a lot of highlights as well. And the goals that I saw over the weekend. Was some crazy ones. Oh, man. I love Garacho's goal. I love um, uh, Omar Sadiq. Ode Paul. For Rivers United. Did you see yeah, that? Yeah, I saw that goal. I saw in it. the CAF Confederation. Goal. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. Sweet goal. <clears throat> I saw the goal. Remo, Remo, uh, Remo Stars Ladies. The oh, yeah. They scored a really good goal. Mm, yeah. Um, which other really good goal did I see this weekend? Mm. By the way, I mean, I think you guys are foaming in the mouth. You guys are overhyping these Ganatu goals, though. Wally. You say Sangalo goal. What's the old uh, the best Premier League goal in history? What's the no, old Premier League? No, no, no. Who let's, said let's that? Calm, let's calm down. Who said that? What's the old best goal of the season so far? Yeah, but it's, it's the best goal of the season so far. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get more. But why are you Arsenal fans like this? It's not even the best bicycle goal that I know. Please, which one is? Oh, now hear me. Which one is Yemi. now? I, I I can still give it. Three. If you are going to discredit one. Yes, I can give it. Give us options. Not even in the Premier League. I will give you Rivaldo. Okay. Oh, Valencia, remember? The one that with the chest up and... Yes, no, that's yeah. even outside the That's box. probably the best. No, that's not even the best. Okay, which one? I'll raise you, Philip Mexis. Oh, and there's Zlatan. No, not Zlatan. I'll raise you, Mauro Bresnan. Fiorentina. Yeah, Fiorentina, if one of the best goals in Champions League. That's probably the best bicycle kick goal ever. Yeah, but Zlatan... Even this... so why do you put Zlatan? No, Zlatan was good, but was Zlatan a bicycle kick? It was, more or less. No, I don't know. His back was to go. You know that bicycle kicks, there's, there can be half bicycle, bicycle kicks. Kick. There's the scissors you have kick. Volley, you have there's, yeah. volley, half volley. Exactly. But I'll take Rivaldo over. over. But see, for Ganacho, it was it was the aesthetics for me. It was how he fully connected with the ball. Yeah. Full connection. It was not, full connection. There's no conversation whether Although, that's sheen or not. When they started comparing with when Rooney, Rooney came off a sheen, right? Which is public knowledge by now. But well, in terms of importance, that's if you want to really overanalyze the goal. Yeah. It was a derby. Yeah, that's master job. But that's if you want to overanalyze yeah. the goal and the moment. But Ganacho was pure beauty, no doubt about yeah. it. I think he was saying that that's one of the best goals he ever scored. Guy, that's, Before, the, just that's the best goal you ever scored. Score. <laughs> <laughs> unless, unless, you take, unless you score a replica of Madonna's goal. Uh, yeah, yeah. But those three bicycle kicks I've mentioned... You know, I, I think, think, I think, yeah, I think you have a point. Yeah. Those three bicycle <laughs> kicks were... I'd have in his next season. I just... I, you just pictured it, right? I'm playing the video right in my head yeah. now. But that Rivaldo one, Rivaldo chest, first one, first chest stopper. Ah, no, Rivaldo no, no, no. was comfortably 
he was his back was behind the door. And the angle in which no. No, 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 you recall last angle. <laughs> that that Rivaldo was there. Ah! Yeah, so those, those are the three bicycle kicks for me. Then I can probably have Garacho somewhere. Even Cristiano Ronaldo's bicycle kick for yeah, Juventus. I, 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 yeah, yeah, that's a very, very good one. No. So I can understand recency bias with Garacho, oh, which, which is fine. It's not a problem. Yeah, but Sadiq Kumar. That's a good comeback, bro. That's a scored for a long time. Yeah, first goal of the season. I think I even saw a picture from Omar Makatuba. That Sergio Ramos sent him a jersey. Oh, okay. Oh, you didn't see it? No, I didn't see it. Sergio Ramos sent him a signed jersey from the game. Oh, nice. For nice, scoring. Nice. After collecting red card. It's 29. <laughs> did, you, did you see the red card real time? Circumstance I let you. No, I didn't see it. Ah, comic houses. <laughs> now, let me, let me tell you. So, ball comes into the box and he, he, he commits a tackle. He commits into a tackle. Referee blows for a, a penalty. And see a penalty and a yellow card, right? Guess what? So Jamos is still protesting his innocence because it says his second yellow card at least a red card, right? He's still protesting his innocence and VR advises the referee, please go and check VAR. When referee came back after checking VAR, he removed the yellow card, cancelled it with red card. He now gave him a straight red card. Say, guy. Why are you disturbing me? Straight red card. Actually, in a leg breaking tackle. God damn it. Which the referee didn't really see. Yeah. Then he issued a yellow card. He gave him straight red. Baba Gerald, 20 yellow card of his career. Gosh. And, and someone was having a, a, a steady, steady game. Oh, yeah. He's been impactful for yeah, some years. Yeah. 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 But he can't jump. I think when he joined, he wasn't getting hand. games under the... the other, uh, what's the Mendeleva? Yeah, then Diego Alonso came. Yeah. And oh, that means die hard. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But he's been impactful. I think Sevilla also have gotten yeah, a, little some, bit a bit of stable, stability. Yeah. So Sadiq Kumar, uh, I think there was, there was, I saw a video compilation of comparing or saying that JJ's goal for PSG one time was almost an identical. I don't think no, it was. No, it's, it's not in the same position. Yeah, it's not. It was not. Sadiq Kumar's goal was really good. It wasn't very, it wasn't even a comfortable strike for a guy of his build. Yeah. You know? And you know what makes, so me, what makes long, long grangers or power drivers sweeter? It's when you see the goalkeeper make an effort. An effort. And he's nowhere near it. Yeah. yeah. It makes it really, really sweet. Now, I think for, for, for him, for a guy guy that lengthy, that tall, it was a very comfortable strike mm -hmm. to take. You know, even the way he dribbled the two guys that he got past were a bit awkward. And then he now just puts his laces through it and then he lands in the back of the Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. What was the highlight of your weekend? What? I have any highlights. My highlight was, was, of the weekend was actually not even football. It was, it was Davis Cup. Oh, Italy yeah, winning. I think, I think the magic of that Davis Cup is back. And I started following it from the semi-finals. Final, yeah. Serbia... Serbia, Italy. Italy. Yeah. Then Italy, Australia in the final. It was really good. It was really... I think that Yannick Sina realised that, see, this guy beat me in the ATP finals, but I also beat him in the group stages. And, yeah, yeah. And I think I can psychologically... Get one over him. Yeah, go one over him, then beat him again in doubles. Huh? But although... Djokovic has a very poor record in doubles, doubles so yeah. I, won't, I won't read too much into that. But that was actually that one was of my highlights. highlights yeah. I didn't have any. I didn't have any highlights. It was a very sober, calm weekend. No party, no nothing. I don't think I saw any game that really excited. City Liverpool mm. was a ball. No, but I, but I enjoyed. Juventus I enjoyed uh, Sports Villa though. Yeah, Sports Villa was a good. End it was to a end, good game. End to end. Yeah. Oh, I know the offside. I line those, I line those, I yeah. think Spurs scored like three goals or four yeah. goals. Son scored like three of it. Spurs has scored the most disallowed goals. Disallowed goals. Yeah. And interesting stats. Aston Villas is November 2022. 
have had 165 offsides. Wow. The closest to them Crazy. is Liverpool, 93. That's mental. That's, that's bonkers, man. That's, mental. That's, that's real crazy. And that's all on Mr. Goody Billing. Yeah, Goody Billing. We, we'll, I mean, we'll come back to Naimri later on. But um, last week, we couldn't do it because I think I also had voice issues, right? Mm -hmm. um, my EFL diaries. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's finally back. So um, if you miss it, uh, it's back right now. And um, I think my first takeaway was the fact that we only had two unbeaten teams coming in from the top four English divisions. Coming to Coming into this weekend that went past um, and they lost their virginity. <laughs> Portsmouth were beating black and blue. Um, was it Mansfield again? <clears throat> I think it was Mansfield. I think it was, it was Man Mansfield, yeah. We also lost the unbeaten run as well. Um, so, there's no unbeaten side again. In the EFL? In, yeah, in the EFL. No, it, in the league, league as well. Yeah. No uh, English. Yeah, okay, it's possible for Mansfield. Yeah, mm -hmm. correct. Big yeah. Um, another one I wanted to point out was, um, let me see, Cardiff. With Jamilu Collins, they mm. are playing some fine stuff. Yeah. They scored in the 93rd and 99th minute. Mm. And they were trailing. 1-0 to Preston Northern. They won that game. Uh, Ike Ugo plays for Cardiff. Yeah. Ike Ugo that used to be at Granada? Yeah, I think that's... Uh, mm. yeah, it's called it's, it's um, the winner for for um, Cardiff. Um, what else again? Ipswich Town. Yeah, Ipswich Town, yeah. Yeah. That's a team I really love this guy promoted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they, they are I think that's in the, the Carabao Cup, right? No, they've been knocked out. Oh, they were knocked out. They're knocked out. They were knocked out. All right. Um, what else? Oh, Bolton Wanderers. They wanted to kill uh, Exeter City seven goals. <laughs> Exeter City. Exeter Cup beef. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Maybe there's seven, seven nil. I mean, seven one. Yeah. So Bolton are on the rise in League One. Yeah, and we remember Bolton for oh, yes. some very, very interesting. Mansfield lost the unbeaten run after 17 games. In fact, Portsmouth actually had not lost at home or lost the league match since March. Yeah. And the run was lasting 27 games. But they were thrashed. There's a thing about one unbeaten runs come to an end. They'll beat you black and blue. They beat them at home for yeah, I mean, 0 Yeah, I mean, do a bit. Yeah. And there was this game in the League 2. League 2 is Wrexham, Stockport, yeah, those two sides, right? Yeah. Third on that table is Crew Alexandria. Remember Crew? Yeah. Used to have a soldier way, way, way back. Now, Crew have scored 39 goals in the league this season. It's just one fewer than Wrexham and, yeah. and Stockport. But the interesting game about their win against Doncaster Rivers over the weekend was they won 3 0. But guess what? All three goals were scored by defenders. Hmm. Did you read the story on uh, Andy Mullins? That said, uh, the Rex, Rexham striker. Is it Paul Mullins? Paul Mullins. Yeah. That said that uh, uh, this lady's uh, songs inspired him. Which song? Uh, what was it? Katy Perry. Mm. You know Katy Perry now? I know. Uh, uh, that was Katy Perry's song. Gonna make like, me wrong. Yeah, those are her. Yeah. Inspired him. That uh, made him, you know, return to good form in his career. So, uh, on top of this uh, matter. But I think he's got he's, he's built his career well with Wrexham and then 
to see. I hope you're. What is one that's always propagating Rexham now? Rexham. Oh, no, no, no. Rexham are, are very interested and most likely they'll get promoted to League One. And what you guys don't realize, they'll get promoted to the Championship. No. No, it's League One. League One, yeah. They're second. And that is growth. Oh, yeah. You for a side playing. Or on North County. Yeah, North County have, have fallen by the wayside. Ah. And North County and Wrexham were the, yeah, the front runners. Yeah, yeah, from, from the from National the League. National League. Yeah. Anyways, I think that's just um, the bit I have from the. Let's start to top championship. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think they lost back to back. Now they're back on form. By the way, I think Morgan Whitaker is um, the top scorer in English football right now. Yeah. Is that not the guy? Is that uh, last one? Uh, Morgan Whitaker plays for Plymouth. Plymouth Aga. Yeah, yeah. He's got. Um, I think only Ellen Haaland has scored more left-footed goals than in this season. Yeah. He's fourth in the championship scoring charts. He has eight goals, and all of his eight goals are left-footed. Left-footed, yeah. Haaland has ten hmm. this season. All right. So, from the EFL. How about we talk about the biggest story from English football this weekend? And that was the death of Terry Venables. El Tell. Yeah. El at, Tell. at the ripe age of 80. Yes, so my son, my son was telling me about that. I told him I already know. He was asking me, hey, how did you know? So, and it will be forgiven if the generation of now and even maybe the previous one don't bat an eyelid at who the hell is Terry yeah. Venables, right? So, yeah. But but they need to bat an eyelid because the England you see today. A lot of that credit will go to Terry Venables. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, proud to Euro 96. England were very well-famed as a kick-and-follow team. But I think he kind of refined the team. Former sports manager, by the way. Yeah, Chelsea. Uh, led them to FA Cup uh, win victory in 1991. Mm -hmm. That's one of the, probably the FA Cups I've watched. The FA Cup finals I've watched the most. We used to have a tape of that uh, FA Cup final against Nottingham Forest in my house. And I I, you know what, what I remember El for mostly when I go through my my archives was how he reportedly I jacked Gaza's move from United to Spurs. Yeah. Paul Gascoigne. In this in this FA Cup final I'm telling you about, Gaza got injured, I think, in the sixteenth minute. Broke his leg. And yeah. Was, I think I've seen the highlight of that yeah, of that game. That was yeah. The beginning of almost his uh what's it called? This decline. Yeah, so it was also linked to Nigeria at some point. Yeah, yeah, that was around that 97. Yeah, after that, that England stint yeah. now, that Euro 96, yeah, yeah. yeah true. It was linked to Nigeria. Because a few we played times. England in. He was even manager. You hear me? We played England in 1995. Yes. Was he manager then? Mm, no, he was manager for Euro 96 now. Yeah, he was probably manager. Yes, now. I remember that game. England yeah, that was 1 0. Yeah. yeah. You know, it was very little then. <laughs> yeah, last week we chronicled my football uh, 98, right? Yeah. But I actually saw that game. It was a very, very small kid. It's just a very, very I, small kid. Yeah. I, you know, you know, I remember a lot about that game. I didn't watch that game at home. I, oh, I, 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 I saw the game at my grandma's house. That our people were dressed like uh, God dressed about this show. It was just, it was the cold one kid there. Yes, my my <laughs> grandpa's best friend was his, also his dry cleaner. Okay. So we now went to his. My dad, my grandpa had a beetle then. So we now drove from uh, Oyenuga in Ijesha then. We now drove to a street called somewhere around. So we have a street around there. There's a road in Jia called Airways. Airways, okay. Yes. So that was area where my grand my granddad's best friend lived. It was also driving. So we went there to go and pick his clothes. 
then the game was not on. on. Oh. So we had no choice but, but to sit down watch. and watch that game. Oh, okay. I, I didn't make anything of the game, <laughs> but I shall not say, even that game, we were wearing our green. Yes, but the green but was the green like was black. Something like that. Yeah, it was it like a black, spin-off from 94. It had black here yeah, on the sleeve. Yeah. It was almost a spin-off some of lines, what we yeah. saw well, yeah. at the 94 World Cup. With a big eagle you know, in the middle. God bless you. Yeah. But I know that game ended 1-0. I think I don't think we wore that jersey for long. In fact, I think we only wore it for that 95. That, yes, yes. That 95 so that's right. why I remember yeah. telling variables. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. Baby Platt scored the goal. Jindu so it was linked to Nigeria after yeah. the life out of there for yeah, that Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's... Yeah, it was linked to Nigeria a few times. Aside that time, it was linked another time. Uh, you also know that Intervenables is the reason behind the Brighton Crystal Palace rivalry. Mm. Himself and I think Glenmore had, uh, had, had an altercation, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some rivalry. Then he was Palace manager. Yeah, so that's why they called that Brighton Palace game a debut or a rivalry. So. Whatever it is. So I've been seeing a lot of people in that class of 96. Southgate, Tony Adams, Jimmy Redknapp. Gaza. Gaza. Gaza especially had glowing words. I know it was one that also signed Gailinica to Barcelona. To Barcelona from uh, Everton. And he had the, the, the rare privilege of also being the one in charge of, I think, Diego Maradona at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I think Lenica young came from, Diego came from Everton to Barcelona, yeah. Barcelona to Spurs. But Gaza was I think he enjoyed a very good period yeah, with, with yeah. Venables and Venables had a way of I don't know do you, how do I describe that managerial style where if Gaza was playing well he would say that he was playing nonsense <laughs> then when he was not playing well he was going to always protect him and that always worked oh, okay. in Gasco's favor so. yeah psychologically he just had a way I mean Gaza also had a good game against Arsenal in that 91 FA Cup semi-final. Yeah, in semi-final. He yeah. single-handedly beat Arsenal in 91. Yeah. You know, before they went to the to the, fi- the fi- final against... Uh, who they play for? Nottingham Forest. And the Nottingham Forest scored first with uh, Stuart Pierce. Yeah. Stuart Pierce So I was talking about what these ex-players, even Gary Neville made his debut mm. on the under on the, on the tv and they talked about how he was... They, they used to what is they, they regard him as the first technical England manager. Yeah. Yeah. Even Guardiola alluded to that. He didn't play under him because he was still a baby. Maybe, yeah, yeah. you know, if I saw a picture when Venables was being lifted up by the league title he won, and there was a tiny Guardiola <laughs> who was a ball boy <laughs> watching on, you know. But they, he talked about how he was under Venables. He saw players pressing, running a lot, you know, set pieces. Is, yeah, that was a good manager. Like I said, uh, the, the success or the 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 deviation you see today in English football is largely in part to him. Uh, changed the focus. You know, they didn't qualify for USC 94. Mm-hmm. And then they brought him in to replace Grant Taylor. And then start the process leading to um, them call, um, hosting Euro 96. And then one of the things he did was to blood in a fresh set of young boys, which some of them were from United. Uh, the likes of, uh, you know, Guy Neville, and what have you joined the team? Um, the Shera, he built the Shera, what's it called? The Shera Sherian Partnership. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, SS, the SS Partnership. So, um, a manager who traveled far and wide, uh, was in a lot of different countries. It's so sad. Right old age of 80. Yeah, the only. Moment I really, really chronicled Terry Venables' 
manager career because I mean I didn't see him play. He was part of the England side um, of uh, uh, is it '66? So play. No, when he played now. When he came to '66. Yeah, but he played for the national team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the period I really captured was not even when he was at Barcelona or was, it was when he was with Australia. Oh yes. So <laughs> when the Nigerian job didn't work out, he went to Australia. To Australia. Australia football was in doldrums. In fact, they had never been to the World Cup in about 28, 26 years. They were trying to qualify. They got to the playoffs and it was. See, they have, they have a history of playoff outbreak yeah. right from the 80s. And there's another one I remember, 93 Argentina. Right? Yeah. But this one I remember was 98. They wanted to qualify for France. France which they still didn't qualify for. Yeah. But in 97, they had an intercontinental playoff against Iran. They played at the MCG. First leg ended, I think, was a draw. Yeah. One I remember that was a draw. Yeah, Ariki was scored in that game. Young Ariki. Yeah. <clears throat> I think they scored first, then maybe Iran equalized, something like that. Iran played, man, packed crowd. I think I, I still saw the picture somewhere. It was like over 100,000 mm -hmm. in Tehran. Now, second leg comes around. It's at the famous MCG. Where is that cricket, uh, yeah. cricket yeah. ground? Melbourne cricket ground. And away goes John did then. Yeah. And Australia took a two-goal lead, and they thought they were going to the World Cup. And from nowhere, guess what happened? One guy, his name is Ho. I can't remember his full name, H O R E, but something O. It was a pitch invader. He invaded the pitch. He go carry all the nets for the pitch. Yeah, he went and removed all the nets ah. from one side of the post. It was a pitch invader, and that game had to be temporarily paused. This game, a very interesting game. Game was paused and maybe allowed Iran to settle back. And Iran drew that game to two. Yeah, yeah, and that was yeah. how they didn't go to the World Cup. Okay. But that guy goes sleep search, yeah. Until so they they, they don't blame they don't blame Venables for the reason why they didn't go to the World Cup, but they felt man, we're almost there. Two nil, shut up shop. And Venables was always, always like, yeah. true to his and Sposko also talked about him now. The after the, the yeah. Villa game. That it was that period, it was after that period that Australia started really focusing on their football, <clears throat> then brought another big manager in Gusi Dink, who yeah. now took them to 2006 uh, World Cup. Because yeah. they didn't qualify for 02. 02 yeah. So took them to 06, and it was 06 that A-League started. But Venables was the guy who took the, the foundation. Because the major part of those players at that time, Kewell, Bosnich, Viduka. Viduka. No, no, Schwarzer was there. Is it Schwarzer? Yeah, yeah, Schwarzer, 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 Schwarzer was probably around. Yeah, yeah, it was probably around. But there was Mark Bosnich. Bosnich was the main guy. <clears throat> yeah. You know, so he is a guy who the football the football game definitely missed. But um, yeah, he did he did his bit. Yeah, this is bit. Rest of his his bit. Was that time at sports especially. He, yeah, he's a legend. Sports players have really good stuff. He won, he won the FA, FA Cup, Cup yeah. And that's their only major trophy till date. No, no, no. The one. When the Ramos was League Cup. Eh, hey, it's League Cup, not a trophy. It's a major trophy. Okay, sorry, the FA Cup is bigger than the League Cup now. No, too much. Ah. You know, you people have a way of just. No, the FA Cup is bigger than the League I, Cup I now. Agree. No, I'm not agreeing ah. with you. I agree. Hey. I agree with you. Ah. But I'm just saying. Papa will La Liga title. And after La Liga title, remember, lost Champions League final. Yeah. Star Bucharest. In the most. In one of the most unusual teams to win the, the Champions League, yeah. just like uh, Resta Belgrade. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, they plenty of They plenty of But Resta Belgrade is very unusual, right? <laughs> very unusual. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Bit. Is it Resta or Partizan? No, it's Resta. It's Resta. It's Resta. Resta. So, what's with that name now? 
κρυβένα σβέστα. Σου δεν Κατέρεσα με τι. Μου είστε μαζί τα γουόρια. Τι σμάσαι, τι γε. Όλα του κόρεμου. Σου δεν με τι Alright, so let's talk about um, the club where Cerebros was very much famous for. That's Zulu Sports. Sports. The honeymoon is over. Yes, right? and it's not looking good. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you go from winning Manager of the Month three times, three times, to losing three straight games? Pa pa pa, three losses, Chai. three L's. Crazy. But 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 you know, so before you chip in, Despite this period where they are in right now, yeah. which might even be four losses, big shout out to New York for seeing the future, by the way. Remember, <laughs> we, we mentioned this one, yeah. that after the Chelsea, was it the Chelsea game? Yeah. He said that Spurs were not going to win any of their next seven matches. Hmm. And they are yet and to And number three now. Yeah, they are yet to In fact, he said they are going to lose the next seven games. Wow, yeah. wow. They've lost three now. Next up is Man City. Man City. Hmm. But what I wanted to chip in was that despite this bad period where it has been influenced by injuries, Loss of players, suspensions as well. We still cannot know how good the Spurs side can be until they have the full complement of the team. Yes. However, because when they had the full complement as well, there was also the the argument that the quality of fixtures was not uh, up to par. Yeah, but you only beat what's I know. What, I you. know that. But when the going gets tough, yeah. is also when you know the true testament of. A team you've assembled. So yeah. maybe when he has the assemblage of everybody, mm -hmm. you can now say, okay, this is how good the sports side can be. I think the sports side is good. <laughs> um, I like what Anish is doing. I like the guts. I like the the his overall approach. No complaints, no excuses. In the game against Villa, he played a completely different midfield. Okay, this and is defense. Yeah. Four fullbacks. Four fullbacks. So I th I think that takes a lot of guts. And he had a proper centre-back on the bench who got up to warm up like two or three times, expecting to probably come up because some player had fallen down. But I think it takes a lot of guts to reconfigure your defence and reconfigure your midfield in one game. And going to that game to create the amount of chances that they created. They had a midfield of... Uh, what's the Lesoso? One of them is that has not played in like 10 months. Yeah. Also, I didn't know Brian Hill still plays for Spurs. Brian Hill played and he had a decent game. Yeah. You know, so all this, you put it out, he had to kind of rejigi Kuseki, more or less played in the, uh, what's his name's role, uh, James Madison role. So I, I think it takes a lot of guts to be in a situation like this and still be able to, you know, pull out a decent team and still stay true to the ethos uh, that you want your team to play uh, around. It's just that it's a long Treasure season that a lot of things will be exposed with injuries and suspensions. And the run of fixtures haven't been good to them because look at the time that's come. Mm -hmm. It's when they're suffering injuries. But they still put in performances in that period. Uh, I don't say the game against Wolves, they were mighty, mighty unlucky to concede those two late goals that they did. Uh, the game against Villa, just look at all the, all the goals that were chalked off. You know, they could have been comfortably up by three goals in the first half. But Villa stayed there. And like what we say, football is about moments. You know, Villa made sure they were still in the game mm -hmm. to be able to win it. I think like Eliza had struck off after was, was, was crucial. Was, was yeah. crucial. <clears throat> and so I, I still 
I still believe that Spurs can still make good to finish in the top four. I still but think the they can. But the question, right? Look, we never can tell because no, the, no, no. no, no, I don't let's, think the title is out of question. No, let's, I don't think. No. Let's be honest with ourselves. I don't think the title is out of anybody's reach at the but moment. But it's out of Spurs' reach. No, it is not. It is not. So, at the so, moment. so, so wait. Yeah. If Spurs are still going to probably, most likely, lose to Man City yeah. this weekend, yeah, I still believe that they are still in title picture. Why not? No. What would be the points difference by that time? It's not about the points difference. It's about the projections. It doesn't matter. So look, by January, it's like United. Are they in the title race? No, they're not in the title race, but how many points are United behind? Just exactly six points. six points. But they're not in the title race. How many points are Spurs behind the title race? The leaders. Is it Spurs not are currently fifth, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, four. Four points. So four and six. Come on. So, so if Spurs are in it, why aren't United in it? No, United's case is different. Yeah, I mean, United's case is different because called, United's case is Hold on. Hold on. And an Spurs, <laughs> Spurs are built up momentum and are in a critical situation because injuries have come in. Suspensions have come in at a critical time. United's case is the, See, is the flip side. Spurs' case is worse. You know why? Because right now, between now and January 1st, the games are coming in thick and fast. Yes. And you don't even have the combo of the best players yet back. They are not back until next year. Van der Ven, James Madison. So, what is left? Yeah, but at the same time, they're still able to put out those kind of performances. I wouldn't put it past them. have led to three losses. It only happens. It happens. It's not even as if in these three losses, they have been... Signs of life. Oh, there were signs of life. No? There were signs of life, Wally. No. They could have been three up against Villa in the first half. Yes. Could have, should have. Eh, well, that's life, you know. It's unfortunate, but from what I've seen, they've still shown that they can give as, you know, as good as they will get in any game. And note that Spurs have also been able to give City a run for their money in the last few years. Mm -hmm. Fine. Yes, I think, on that content. I, I think we're in a, in a draw. Let me just give you a point. <laughs> I think you're into the draw. That's, that's my first prediction already. <laughs> so I, I, I like what Ange is doing. I like his positivity. I like the look of the team. And look, yeah, I, mean, in this, in this, in a, I think Ange has to realize that there has to be a place of balance. I like the positivity. We have to balance it out with pragmatism. Yes. There has been no signs of pragmatism. For there has not been any signs so of pragmatism. So any, any team that wants to win the title, any team that probably even wants to play in the Champions League, thankfully they are still in Champions League places, provided the, the coefficients, yeah, coefficients still remain in yeah. England's favour. But anything that wants to really win silverware or win the league, you need to apply pragmatism. You cannot win the league playing this high line. It's, in, it's yeah, but, ridiculous. But Villa played the high line. Villa, but we know where Villa is going to end. Are Villa going to win the title? It's a Never big, know. No, yeah, I mean, Villa in fourth. I know that. I know that. But Villa is still going to you know, compliment this with playing the European uh, Conference League. Spurs don't have the energy of playing in Europe. We thought that was going to happen, but now they've lost three games. Uh, but let's talk about the opposite side. Um, Villa have now won 22 home games. They've won 22 games in And they won 13 in a row. Yeah, that's mad. 22 games in. But if you're a fan of calendar... If I wait, in 38... So right now... Uh, Emery has been in charge of 38 league games. And that 38 league games, they have 77 points. And they've, they've got 22 wins. This is their best record since 1980. If you like your calendar awards, I think that your manager of the year, despite City winning the treble in the year, yeah. has to be Unai Emery. I agree. I agree. I know all due respect to Pep. Yeah. They won the treble this year. Yeah. But if I'm going to do a calendar year, a proper calendar year from January to, February to December, yeah. it has to be good evening. Yeah, good evening. <laughs> the man has shown that, um, you know, 
uh, he he's he hits hits bring you know the game. Um, he's able to set up his team well. Just look at how composed, how well organized this Villa team are. And you know what is interesting? Anytime I look at Villa, Villa have been reshaped of late. They interchange sometimes you see them look like they're playing the back three. Now they look like they play a 4 2 2 2 with a lot depending on the full backs in uh, Matikash and uh, Lucas Dinia. And then you ask yourself, how? How is he making it happen? How, are, how has he gotten the best out of the likes of John McGinn and Douglas Lewis? Who are who is looking like a, the player that Arsenal could have put out <coughs> 50 million pounds for easily? He's playing. He's probably the best football of his career at the moment. Oli Watkins continues to remain in the equation of one of the top uh, best strikers in the Premier League. I saw a funny stat yesterday uh, that Emilio Martinez is probably the best sweeper keeper in the world at the moment because he's had, um, I think, 77 clearances where the ball, you've beaten the offside trap, yeah. but he's there to, to cut it. And the next person to him is 33 classes behind him. Wow. And that's who? Alisson. Liverpool's Alisson. And then you go to the Pope, then you go to one other guy in Germany. So it, it just shows the amount of work Emil has put into this team. He's done the, the basics right to ensure that Villa Park is a fortress. Any team that goes to Villa Park today will be afraid because of how good this Villa team are. He's added a lot of pace in the team with the likes of Musa Diaby. So they're, they're, they're a great proposition. They have this uh, Juan Duran on the bench yeah. who can come on to good effect as well. And I think well. Douglas Lewis is playing for a big move. I don't know. Oh, yes, he is playing <laughs> for a big move. It's that guy has been on steroids. Yeah. So you have to give Unaema <laughs> his, his due credit. I, will, I won't write them off. I think in Europe they've struggled, they've struggled at first. Yeah, I mean, let's be very honest with ourselves. Write them off. There's no shame in writing them off. No, write them I'm talking about in Europe. Okay, okay, in Europe. In Europe. No, I, th I think that they can do... They have I a manager think they who, can. Who, who understands understand, the yeah. yeah. They yeah. struggled at first, but I think they picked things up. Uh, and I, I, in that conference, did. if they get to the final, I won't be surprised. Yeah, I won't be surprised as well. I won't be. But sports, I mean, they just won November 20. Yeah, which has they can't Calamitous month has been. Yeah. Three losses. Shocking. Uh, that guy is not coming close to that manager of the month again. He's a show and my man, but I want to go wrong. They jinxed that guy. Go wrong. Oh, big hands. Well, I'm I'm backing them to bounce back though. Yeah. I don't, I, I, but I don't know if it's going to be against City. I don't know if it's going to be against City. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's that City game is a game too too difficult for them to bounce <laughs> back, honestly. But um, should City be worried? After the drop points against Liverpool? No, I don't think so. I, th I thought they played well. I thought they played well. They didn't take the chances they created. Alisson gave them a few opportunities that yeah. they should have taken. It was shaky, kind of. Yeah. Uh, Got injured too. And the, be the beauty of it was Liverpool keep stayed in the game. Uh, stayed in the game to ensure that they could get an equaliser out, almost out of nothing. And um, um, as a team, there's also a psychological aspect to when City play Liverpool because I think they also realise somewhere that this is the only team that, that seems to be able to go, you know, head on with us every time both of us meet. And I think Liverpool will always go into this clash knowing that the, there's a bit of a chink in the armour 
of City when they come calling. But on the whole, City should have won that game. Um, for the chance, for the sheer chances they created, the opportunities they had, before they struck the foot of the post at some point, they could have done better with the chance given to him by Allison. Uh, they could have done a lot better in the second half with some of the chances they created. So, but Liverpool, full value for the draw. Um, they would have taken it before the game. I'm sure if you ask Klopp, you have to take a 1-1 one -one draw to take back to Hanfield. Now, let's talk about a very crucial figure in that City team. And it was once again um, a headliner, Jeremy Doku. Now, I still can't figure out how Guardiola sees him. He was man of the match, by the way. And <clears throat> I think... I, I have my question marks about that man of the yeah, match. Yeah, no, so I was going there. Because, see... I thought that his man of the match award would have been greeted in, in two different ways. For the first reason, it was an obvious decision. It was live wire. I think the way City are now playing is just get the ball to this guy. Yeah. He's going to dribble, he's going to open up spaces for us. And to be honest, he had 11, he completed 11 dribbles. That's the most in the Premier League in two years against Liverpool. Trent, yeah, had, but, a, Trent but, had a very, very Torritan. Yeah, but, but <clears throat> now, I saw now, the game with and I and now, I made some Comments. Now, I was about to now look at the flip side. On okay. the second side, he also lost the ball a lot of times. Oh, one. You know, he lost possession and we know what his manager likes. His manager likes control. But they seem to have embraced chaos because not that Doku has been, <laughs> not that, not that Doku has been here by happenstance. Doku has been here with Jack Grealish on the bench. Yeah. And he started him in big games. Which was a huge, a huge surprise. Yes. He's played Chelsea. He's played this one. Liverpool. So it tells you that Guardiola sees something in this guy. So what yeah. is it? If someone who loves control is embracing is a, 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 a bit of chaos. chaos. <laughs> no, no, that's the truth. Because yeah. see, you realize that when he also loses that possession, City tend to lose their shape. Oh yes. And even in midfield, look at what they have in midfield um, for the Liverpool game. I think they Rodri. have uh, Rodri, Silva, Silva, and. Um, and uh, once again, once again, uh, once again Julian that? Alvarez. Yeah, now, Alvarez also is an agent of chaos. Yes. And we, so know, have two of we, chaos. Know, we know what Pep does over time. Over the, years, over the years, he's always found a way to balance it out. Yeah, a mix of chaos, a mix of control. Yeah. KDB, chaos. And, Gunungan, uh, not even Gundogan. Gundogan, David Silva, control. control yeah. When Silva left, KDB, chaos, Gundogan, or... Bernardo Silva. Yeah, yeah. In fact, you could see Silva doing that even against Liverpool, yeah. trying to calm things yeah. down. By the time the game got to Doku, Doku mm -hmm. always sped it up. So you you start wondering what Guardiola is it a new titration of of City for the season? Because we know that for every new season there's always a different Oh, there's always a different dimension. Yeah. Okay, and then there was uh, Manuel Akonji in Yeah, ex exactly. So what do you make of that? Okay, so my first comments about Doku is I, I don't see what he did in that game, Wally. Uh, in every run that he made at Trent Alexander Arnold, I didn't see any forward movement. I didn't see him actually make Trent Alexander Arnold struggle. Every dribble seemed like a dribble back. Not, you know, when a winger takes on his man, takes you on with purpose to get into to the, the byline and all. And you know, yeah. but this guy kept going. And he just couldn't get on the weak side of Trent. When he completed 11 dribbles. Yeah, 11 dribbles to the back. And then possession returns to the middle. 
for me, I didn't see the effect. You know, sometimes that's where sometimes I test will beat stats. You know, for me, I didn't see it was not effective for me as a winger that got so much possession. It wasn't effective for me. He didn't cause strength that much damage. That strength was even comfortable enough to go forward and score. Were you not, were you not for, for Bernard Silva was trying to tie things up in midfield? The game would have been much more chaotic than that. And that is why there was the feeling that it was very important that City did everything they could to keep that guy. Yeah, of course. Who of course. I even regard right now as the best player in the Premier League. Yes. Probably. Yeah. Because of So so Bernardo Silva is the archetypical man against statistics. Exactly. The the eye test, the eye test confirms what he does. The stats might not confirm it. Yeah. He doesn't score enough. Yeah. He doesn't assist enough. True. But if you watch him, you see the template. I, I think he is the best player in the Premier League right now. And he can and the way he interprets his roles and does it really well. Bernard Silva could play as a left back and... And nothing will well. happen. Yeah. Play, he could play as a right winger. Yeah. And he will be fine. Left. He can play right yeah. behind the striker. Yeah. He can play big, uh, part he, of and double pivot. And he will do it really well. Yeah. And no wonder Guardiola says that he's one of the best, if not the best that he has worked with. I agree. I agree. And look, the template is very clear. Because his engine is very good. His brains are very good. It's like it's almost like City have cloned David Silva yeah. and put right into him. It was before it was going to be Phil Foden. But it's like Bernardo Silva just got like a rude awakening. That look, there is a mantle that is waiting for somebody to take. I wouldn't have battered an eyelid if Bernardo Silva had been named one of the match. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have. In fact, I got a bit of criticism for not putting somebody in that Doku. In my team of the week today. But because I didn't see those two for me, I didn't see on both ends of the field. In terms of overall contributions, I didn't see much. Now, now, now this city side, you there's a feeling from me that city have an imbalance. There oh, are, too, the imbalance there are too many direct players. Forces. Yeah. 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 Okay, so the difference between this city. And last season's city is that one, you've mentioned it too much chaos. I think that chaos causes a huge imbalance. Mm -hmm. Two, the creative forces that City have this season are chaotic creative forces. They have to be scattered for things to happen. Unlike last season, where you had a Kevin De Bruyne and a Gumiga, who all they needed to do was to occupy spaces, mm -hmm. certain areas and zones in the game to create. They didn't have to make runs, they didn't have to take on men, they just had to occupy spaces to put balls in good positions for strikers to finish. That's well, what but I have to admit, this chaos must be exciting to watch. I like it. <laughs> no, but, but, but it's very crucial okay. in the title running from this period on that when their injured players come back, I think it will, help them, it will help them dial back the dialers. To the, to the old ethos. And who is very crucial to that? John Stones, surprisingly. Yeah. John Stones is very, very, yeah, very so, crucial to so the So, it's good you mentioned John Stones because if you've seen how John Stones interprets his role as part of the double pivot compared to the way Manuel Akonji interprets his role, you see a, a, a golf yeah, in class. Yeah, there, yeah. A huge chasm in the sense that he's a lot more disciplined. He's not getting cards. 
He's very good on the ball. Tidy. He's tidy. He's calm. Akonji has a little bit of it, but he's not tidy enough. He's not disciplined enough because he will go into tackles. He'll be a little bit rash, which is what you won't get with John Stones. And I think that's an element that is somewhat missing in City today. Even though, like it or not, there's the KDB, there's the Gundogan element, because those guys, whilst you mention all the good things about Bernardo Silva, they also make the box tick. In being able to occupy key spaces and yeah, zones yeah. on the pitch to cause damage. Now, are, are any of City's <clears throat> competitors, are, they, are any of them convincing? No. But Liverpool... For the case of my sanity, let's, let's narrow down there. The, the, the is Arsenal and Liverpool. And Liverpool. Okay. Is Arsenal and Liverpool? Yeah, no. You are playing my sanity when you mentioned Villa and Spurs. No, no, no. You see, look, in every title race, in every title race, every Although, season, I think the top seven is separated at seven points. It's, the, the gap is not much. Mm. But in every title race, you always have those teams that will try to sneak up on the established order. Yeah. And that's what you have with Villa and Spurs, somewhat. I think last year we had United do that. Yeah. And Newcastle. That they were, and yeah, Newcastle. Yeah. So, but this time, like, you know, the closest team to City are Liverpool. Then Arsenal's ability or the, uh, the result they got against City earlier on the season, being able to defeat City for the first time in a while, gives them a bit of a psychological edge, a psychological boost. But what City has that a lot of other teams don't have is the fact that when some of their injured players come back, they will seem almost like new signings. Mm -hmm. I think it's a cliche, yeah. but where do you... Let's look at this critically. Between Gundogan, De Bruyne and Mares, you know what City lost? City lost 77 goal contributions. Wow. With those three. And that's critical. You've taken that away from a treble winning side. Mm -hmm. And in those, out of those three, you only have one coming back. Two are gone. We can't have that conversation again. But that one that is coming back, you know, 19 assists last season, if I'm not mistaken? Come on. He would, he would just improve and increase. City's forward efficiency. I think the, the City game also showed that Liverpool are still figuring out themselves. Especially in midfield. In midfield yeah. Especially in midfield. Yeah, they also need to sort out this Alisson injury. I hope it's not... I hope it's not... Yeah, because hey, what we learned <laughs> in the Premier League... Yeah, your goalkeeper can, can be very crucial. Even your own defender can be very much crucial. But in midfield, you get feel that they're still trying to... No, they're still trying to figure out and the... The major ball of contention continues to be Alexis McAllister. Uh, what is his role? I'm not sure. Field. I'm not it's sure. He's in defensive midfield. But, no. but we, we've seen it that it's not, it's not where he thrives. Wataru Endo came on and immediately got the yellow card. And it shows that, first of all, he was, uh, what's it called? A makeshift signing, right? Uh, Gravison is just getting into with the, he's trying to get into with the team. So there's still a lot of figuring out to, to do there. Um, but I think with the like with the return of someone like Curtis Jones, who I think uh, works very hard, is very industrious, also has a bit of creativity. And I think one of the things that needs to change in Liverpool's music has to be the role of uh, Dominic Zobosla. I think that mm. as a creative force, he's, he's going to be very important for Liverpool, uh, not just in covering space, in running. I think as a creative force and as someone who can also contribute goals, 
it will be very important. So I think by the time Liverpool figure out that midfield, the composition and the structure that that midfield has to play with that midfield, we'll start seeing different dimensions to play like uh, Zobosla. Let's talk about also uh, the new guys on top of the table. <clears throat> Who questions were asked if they had what it takes to go win at Brentford, Brentford after City and Liverpool had, had dropped Draw, once. Yeah. They didn't play well. Wasn't the best. But we know what they say about see sometimes you don't have to play well. Yeah, just get three points and get out. But but why is it that that's been the theme of Arsenal this season? I think it's a positive though, because Arsenal right now, I think they've I think Arteta over time tactically this season has given out a lot of possession, a lot of their fluidity, he sacrificed it for them to be much more pragmatic, mm. be a bit much more solid. Although I was watching Carragher agree with him. That he doesn't agree. And I also partly don't agree. I think that also individually, they are, they are offensive players individually have been poor. Mm -hmm. Or they have been average. So no, it's not I, that it's not that tactically the manager has sacrificed fluidity mm -hmm. for he sacrificed uh, style for, for substance. For, for, I think that Odegaard is having a pause. Right still injured. I think yeah. he didn't play against Brentford. Saka has shown glimpses. But he hasn't been like over a long period of time. I mean, it's come clutch. His assist for Kavats was a piece of quality. But during the game, I think him and Martinelli were stifled all through the game. So I think that the good thing you're also for right now is that if Arsenal are set up of the table with this pragmatic approach, you get that there's still more to come from this side. Okay, so there's only still more to come from this side if. Ateta can be real with himself. Real with himself in the sense that we talk about Liverpool trying to figure it out. But I think Arsenal had a midfield that they already had figured out, but dismantled. Or more like jettisoned. But you, know, you, now, you now see that it's always good to trust the manager. You know why? When the season started, I was criticised. If it's not broke, you don't fix it. Oh, Declan Rice over Thomas Partey. Partey should be starting. Party hasn't been available. My thought in has, fact, Arsenal's best fit that in season has been Declan Rice. Oh, there's no doubt. And there were a lot of criticism that, hey, why did, are you jettisoning Thomas Partey, shunting him out to the right back and having Declan Rice play? But I think over time that has been justified. No, I think... No, 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 it, no, no, justification is a different conversation. For me, what is critical in the way I see Declan Rice is that it is important for him to play with somebody right beside him. More or less in the double field pivot in most games. There are games where he will try being the only man in the anchor row, no issue. But then in most games, he needs that sort of good balance for the Arsenal team. Now, I think that what Arsenal had previously was for Declan Rice to complement what they had. But that rejig right in front of him with the introduction of Harvard's coming through number eight. Mm -hmm. I think it distorted whatever it is, whatever progress Arsenal had made from last season. What I think Arsenal should have added should have been goals, which was important with them getting another striker, which they haven't done. Now you've seen that the experiment has not worked. Now you're now having a rethink on how to fit the major puzzle in that experiment that has not worked, which is Kai Havertz. And that's why you've seen that in the last few games, he hasn't started. He has to bring him on against Brentford, and to good effect, he got to go. Now, 
a lot depends on how Astros midfield functions and how the players function. You mentioned Odegaard. He hasn't been good this season. And a lot depends on how well he plays for the likes of Saka and Martinelli to thrive. He has had a good season so far, and I think that is a huge question. And I think the reason for that has to also do with the reconfiguration that was supposedly happening in that midfield. Maybe if the manager decides to take a few steps back, we might start seeing progress. We have to wait and see. For Canada, Honestly, Canada, I, I don't think there's been back. much of a reconfiguration. <laughs> because see, last season, the axis that provided a lot of chance, great chances and scored goals for them was the right axis. White, Odegaard, Saka. That existed. And place. note that the White has lost his, more or less lost his place now. How? Tomiyasu started now. Yeah, Tomiyasu is the guy who has been playing different roles. Remember, White also has been struggling with fitness as well. A lot of people don't know that Odegaard, people think he's a muscular player. I think he got a ball hit his face. That's why he's not been playing. He got concussed. Okay. He got concussed and you have to, there's a protocol for concussion. And so far, so good. I think he hasn't passed it yet. And that's why he's not been able to play. I think White also is dealing with a minor problem or so. He's been dealing with that over the past couple of weeks. But that's why I get a feeling that, see, by the time everyone comes back, just like City, I think we'll see that fluent Arsenal, which might put them in a good position for the league. I don't think Arsenal are scoring enough. I don't think Arsenal are creating enough. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't so. think so. But the good news is that if you're top of the table and you're not playing well, what about when you're playing well? Which might, well, be scary, which might be a scary prospect to see. Yeah. Most probably. Yeah. So, but, but they, need, they need their goals. They need goals. I don't think they're scoring enough. They need goals, but I still I don't think those two, and that's Jesus and Inketia, are the ones to but, deliver. But crucially, those, po those points at Brentford were very valuable. Very valuable points. Yeah. As well as considering some of the uh, errors committed at the back. It could have been a different conversation. And Arsenal have been very solid at the back. Yeah. Arsenal are not giving up Salvan, chances. Salvan and uh, Gabriel, Gabriel have been very good. They're, they're not giving up chances. They're not giving up shots. And of course, the protection that the Arise offers yeah. is excellent. I was, I, was, I was reading the breakdown of, of Ateta's 200 games. Remember, Brentford was his 200th game. And the first 100 game of his, of his time was him trying to sort out the team. Arsenal finished, I think, eighth if, in his, in his in first, first season. season. He was trying to find balance. In fact, the first game he played, the first game he managed, as also only one player remains the surviving player, and that's Bukayo Saka. Mm. Yeah, his first game as manager, the only surviving player from that first game is Bukayo Saka. Wow. That's how much things have changed. Also have changed. Wow. In his last, in his second hundred games, remember he also has the best win ratio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of all of all Arsenal managers, although. He has more losses, losses than, than, uh, than Venga. But he has lesser draws, but also means that he's also turning his draws to victories. Mm. All those draws became losses. No, 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 no. <laughs> then you can look at it from that end. But it's just a small no, margin. A small margin. So we could see that in his last two hundred last one hundred games, he's been he's rejected the back line. That was the period where likes of Tomiyasu came on, Zinchenko came, Kivu. and you know, Kivio as well. So they, they've seemed to have learned themselves to an era of solidity at the back that has now been made better with Declan Rice. Declan Rice has been a massive upgrade for yeah. us. Yeah, it's been it's been massive. It's been massive for them. So we'll see whatever upgrade they do in January. I'm, I'm hearing that Douglas Lewis, they're gonna come in again for him. But we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. If Villa will budge. I saw me three beats for that guy. Yeah. And Villa rebuffed it. 
Ivan Tony is another name also, you know, uh, being yeah, mentioned. Yeah, if you can start with Chelsea. I Pedro Neto as well. Uh, depends on his, on his fitness. Yeah, I think he's still injured. He's still out injured with hamstring, so. But also top of the table, they, they play Wolves this weekend, so they most likely spend another weekend on top of the table. Probably. Yeah, Probably because uh, Mariano Mina is uh, suspended. And so that's is like, that the reason why Arsenal would... No, I'm just saying, an important uh, Wolves player in that midfield is suspended. Uh, Wolves are not in a good place. But Arsenal need this, this distraction to go. This Ramsdale riot thing, they need to go. No, it needs to go. You, you can't also be launching a title assault and you have all of that. Yeah, you created the problem for yourself. Yeah, no. So, <laughs> you have to find a way to make it I mean, Ramsdale almost even cost the team. Yeah. <laughs> if that was a game that you have convinced the manager, man, nah, you he only didn't put doubt in the oh, manager's yeah, mind. Because <laughs> that right guy is back tomorrow against Lunds yeah. in the Champions League. Nah. Wow. And Jana is going to put a lot of pressure on if you are going to keep Ramsdale or not. No, I think Ramsdale is going to stay in next season. There's the prospect of also wanting to win the league then before you leave. Probably say, okay, there's another chance here. Let's, let's have a go at it. Then, I mean, who knows, Ram might get injured and that's the life of a goalkeeper. Yeah. Yeah, so. Hey there, we Nigerians are known for our hustle and hard work. Whether we are in an office or out on the streets, we stay dedicated. But sometimes we all need a break from the hustle to repair and recover, right? That's where Astamine comes in. Astamine is a supplement packed with essential amino acids and vitamins that help keep your body functioning normally and aid recovery from day-to-day -day stress and even promote mental and physical vigor to keep you going strong. To better manage the everyday stress of life and the wear and tear caused by stress, make Astamine your daily companion. Don't let the fast-paced world wear you down. Repair and recover with Astamine. Available in syrup and capsule form and droplets for babies. Now let's talk about the form team in England. That's Manchester United. Interesting. Yeah. If you look at the books, the form books. <laughs> Five of the last six yeah. wins. <laughs> Give United the league title. Happy. Give them the league title. <laughs> They've gone to a very difficult place. Oh yeah. Where they have history. In 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 a very critical time. Yeah. Against a team who had their backs against the oh, wall. Yeah. I thought Everton were the best team. Yeah. The scoreline betrayed the yeah. efforts Everton. Yeah, the effort was put. Yeah. But you win what whatever is in front of you, and that's what yeah. United did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're looking for a team that play badly and winning. Yeah. And the, the example, um, I think first of all, the, the how early that goal came in, the kind of goal it was, probably knocked the stuffings out of Everton at first. Uh, took them a bit, a few minutes to get in tune with what was happening, and it created a lot of chances immediately. Cavalieri came close, Dokore came close. Um, there was a ball off the line by uh, Kobe Minon. They created a few chances. But, as you always say, moments, stay in the game. You are then sure that they stayed in the game at 1-0, going into um, halftime. And then, hey, get a penalty and then seal things off. So, United will look at the run of games they've had because United are going through a tough run of fixtures coming up. Yep. Newcastle, Starting Chelsea, and I think Aston Villa and Liverpool somewhere there in the next four games. So, hey. <laughs> it's going to be a tough one. 
in the next few weeks for United? Yeah, but Tanag <clears throat> um, was suspended. Yes, yep, for the game. Uh, 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 yellow cards. Sporting also. is uh, what do we call it here? Panama. It's Panama. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but Ganacho's overhead kick was was definitely the the highlight. We talked about it. I'm not too impressed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not too impressed. But you were also impressed with Kobe Mike. Oh yeah, I love I love this performance. Yeah, I mean, so. if you get your Premier League bow at a very difficult ground, and you acquit yourself really well. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, we could see the signs in preseason because oh, yeah, playing, we Real Madrid yeah. was playing Arsenal yeah. until the knee injury, you know, popped up. So that was, and I think he'll probably get to play against Galatasaray. Well. I think so. Yeah. I think so. But then manager can, can decide to do something crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and but how did you think Everton responded to their ten-point penalty on the pitch? Um, I think they responded well. It could have been a different result for them. The, the sometimes judging a little bit of luck uh, in the second half. Uh, Ganagay struck a fantastic strike just at the edge of the box that Onana made Onana, a really yeah, good yeah, save. Yeah. Uh, there was a corner where Onana punked at first and had to uh, catch at the second attempt. They created chances. I think they responded well. The crowd also responded well, you know. They jailed the Premier League in the 10th minute. In the 10th minute, you, yeah. know? you know. So, um, I think there's a, lot to, there's a lot to be hopeful for, for Everton. Uh, the general window also provides them an opportunity to also go to the market. I think the pace that they've added into the, their team in the latter part of the window is coming to fruition with uh, Dwight McNeil and Jack Harrison. I think Jack Harrison especially has a lot of power and a lot of pace to their team. And they have the luxury of being able to go either uh, with W. Calvert Lewin or Beto, depending on uh, who they choose to go with. So I, I just, something just tells me that because of the quality of the teams, they are in and around with. Everything might still just be good enough to get out of this situation. But the thing is that is getting, they need to now snap out of the issue and get a win under their belt because um, Luton Town are already five points ahead of them. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I think that's really critical because that's the team that's just above. And then I think Bournemouth somehow have found a run to build up on. You know, after that victory, away at Sheffield United. So, uh, Everton had to wake up and forget about the issues and just get to play. Yeah, next up for United is Newcastle. So that's yeah. another test of of their credentials. If they are in the top four picture, yeah. who knows, maybe the title picture. Yeah. And Newcastle is a difficult place to go to. Difficult. Chelsea. Chelsea will tell you that. Chelsea, I've got the latest testimony from that. We'll come to that slightly. But United up against Gala tomorrow. And, um, Not a good place I think we've reminisced we've on reminisced the memories of, of, yeah, of 93, 30 years ago. We have. Yeah. <laughs> and tomorrow will be hellish. It will be. And, and just like the game against Newcastle can be like a picture of how their Premier League season will be going forward, I think that this Gala game also is very crucial very as crucial. far as their Champions League picture this season is going to be concerned. I rather United just... Because because you, you, can. you lose that game, you're out. No. I rather you just get the hell out of the place if you can't go to Qatar and win. Instead of finishing third, if you can't qualify out of this group, you have no business in the Europa League. Being in the Champions League as a whole, so going to Istanbul is going to be tough. I'm not. I don't even know if I'm able to watch because it's going to be scary. Because you also don't know what you're going to get with this United side. Um, I can't. I cannot say. 
for the life of me, you know, that I played any game that I can say this is the game mm -hmm. that they played well. Yes, five wins out of six. Like my son was telling me, ah, you mean you know that I've won eight matches and Arsenal have only won nine? But that those eight, I don't have memories of yeah, them. Yeah. You know? And, and that's the interesting thing. So it, it's it's like I said, the next few days, weeks will be very, very, very critical. Galatasaray away, Newcastle, Chelsea, somewhere along the line there's Bayern Munich at Old Trafford. Yep. Which might be crucial, uh, which, uh, or might be a dead rubber, you know, depending on the As good as they're qualified, they are true. So, I don't know. I don't know what, what you are going to get. Anyways, um, I can't wait for United to get knocked out of the Champions League. <laughs> um, <laughs> back to what happened in 93. Uh, 93 first leg was 3-3 at Old Trafford. There was a way goals too. Yeah. I think second leg ended 1-1. No, no, was it 1-1 or 0-0? It was 0-0. It was 0-0 now. United were out of it. And if I remember, United also went into the Champions League in 1993. They had not played in 26 yeah, years. Play, yeah. They were playing this... Copernas uh, Cup. Copernas Cup. Yeah. I think they played uh, one ball against the uh, Hungarian side or something like that. Yeah, they won the Copernas Cup in 1991. It was 1991. Yeah, 1991. Yeah. Yeah. Between Barcelona. Yeah, it was 1991. So they were, they were new in this in that terrain That's back in 1993. Yeah, yeah. And maybe it showed who knows. But it was, the atmosphere was crazy. Of course. I mean, there was one account I read, and is it what's the name of this guy? Um, Gary Pallister. No, Gary Pallister. Okay. Pallister said that the night before the game, that the way they were so they were so disturbed and disgruntled the Galatasaray fans that you, that the hotel they slept in, the waiters were constantly knocking on their door so they couldn't sleep. <sighs> that people were that people I don't know who had their numbers or maybe the waiter or. They were calling, they are ringing their hotel phones so they wouldn't sleep. It was, it was that very, very much crazy. And <laughs> that tells you that whatever we're seeing right now is Charles Plate in terms of fandom. And was, oh, no, 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 We can't match. We don't feel match. It was, it was, it was, it was really clear. So we will attack a team with that center field. But maybe if United don't also qualify for the Champions League round of 16. Maybe this can be a learning curve. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. It's always good when moments like this are... If it's not a learning curve, that's always where the problem is. Yeah. Do you, can you learn from it? For example, this United side that got knocked out of the Champions League in 1993. Yeah. Six years, eight of that, that, that those teams. Went on to win the Champions League yeah. in 1999. Six or eight of them, Guy Neville and the rest. They went on to win the, the Champions, Champions League in, in 1999. So, if you can see that as a learning curve, yeah, that's not a bad thing. By the way, I couldn't be. I went to check the lineup for that game. That second leg. Mike Phelan was in midfield. <laughs> yes, now. Mike Phelan, yeah. <laughs> is this like United? No, it's not. I think he has left now. He's left now. Yeah. Mike Phelan was he in midfield. Left Wow. You're crazy. All right, so um, so United's win, defined by two teenagers. Yeah, by two teenagers. Anacho and. Um, Could be my love. Yeah. Didn't, Ooh, I understand. You didn't notice the Anacho part. I didn't say Ganacho. Oh, really? <laughs> the boy said his name is pronounced Hanacho. Oh, hey, he said Hanacho. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not Ganacho. Well, no, no, it's Hanacho. This pronunciation is simple put us off. Hanacho. Did you see how uh, Rekin lambasted uh, Bruno Fernandes? For? So why did he give him the... Why did he give Rashford the penalty? No, now I, I, I felt so at first, but I understood. Understood what? That trying to see him, like we said, if you're not, that is the conversation. That's the conversation. That's the Like we said, 
It's like the manager drops you or they play you into form. So score this penalty to see if you can score your way into form. Mm. So, <laughs> I actually felt somehow when I was like, why are you giving me yeah. penalty? And my son was like, ah, that's what's going to miss. He's going to miss. Why is he back with his ex fiance or something? They've linked it to his. <laughs> and high school martial, ninth against Everton. Oh my god, yeah. He's playing for another contract. I know that guy. <laughs> you know that. You know that. You, you know that gimmick. I'm saying. Because his contract is at, at summer. That guy is playing for a new contract, yeah, bro. Ever yeah, signed? Yeah, two more contracts. By the way, I saw one news on Sky Sports this morning. That United yeah. in Forty Morena. That's why I say I'm last night. Bro. I don't want to believe you. I want to believe you saw that. When am I? When am I? I don't. I want to believe someone is fishing. I want to believe someone is fishing. I saw that one again. Let me let me take this yeah. simple. Like United already have an offer on the table for Kalan Chilotti. I will I will jump at it. You now start Kenag. Baba. Kalan Chilotti is one of my. So why would why would you start Kenag? No wait. I'm, calm down. Calm down. Calm down. Damien Raja. Sentiment. Let me put sentiment in this one. Sentiment. But I know it's not going to happen. Let's not act on our day. But Kalan Chilotti is my favorite manager outside Sir Alex. If you, you never had a chance to get him before he went to Real Madrid, when Salex was leaving, but it was unfortunate. But I still don't think they should sack Ten Hag for any reason. I think it's a project that we should back fully. But hey, this is football. Stranger things have happened. Mm -hmm. And we thought that it's happening in United. One year in, they want to say you want to United, they want to say United. We are still here. They want to say, they want to say. 25%. They'll do it this week. They'll do it this week. Yeah, I think week. you called They'll it before when I entered. You said it wasn't going to be complete. Did I not tell you? But at least the, machine, the motion has been set in motion. Right? And it's set, There's a new CEO now. Is it not set? Patrick Stewart, what's his name? Interim. Interim. They set in motion. Set in motion. Set in motion one year. We don't need them. I will not. Newcastle Chelsea. <laughs> but wait, how did that game end for one? I don't know why. Oh, it was a good game. It was a good game. I didn't see the game, actually. Oh, I saw the game. I, I left uh, the family on the pitch. I was, I I was in the midst of my voice struggles. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, because Newcastle was supposed to be crooked with injuries. Yeah, Although, see. I see I see what uh, Eddie Howe did on Friday. Sneaky guy. I like when managers also start learning the dark arts. I mean, yeah. you see that's a good boy, right? But hey, play the dark arts. He was being axed. What was the fitness level of Trippier and Isak? He said, hey, Trippier is good to go. What about Isak? He said, hey, that's not for you guys to know. <laughs> so probably we'll have given him a false sense that maybe this guy is not fit, right? They'll probably keep him for a much important mm, Champions, Champions League clash. Game, yeah. But guess what? He launches Isak on them on yeah, Saturday. And, and he wreaks havoc on them. Yeah, but what I also like, and I think there's only one manager that has done something similar, and that's Luis Van Gaal. He got a major injury, puts a youngster. Oh, yeah. Luis Smiley. And the boy played fantastic. Oh, his hands was forced. He's been playing with Smiley for the past couple of weeks. Yeah, but I'm saying that. So the Miley thing is not a new thing. Miley has been playing for like a month or two. I'm saying, trust your academy. Yeah. In critical situations like this. Yeah, I agree. That's what I like. That's what I've always said about United. When you are in a situation like all the time, you're having issues at left back. Even if it's not working, right? Yeah. Are you going to tell me you don't have one boy in your academy that you can say, guy? Like, I'm confident say, guy, go and play. And the boy had a fantastic game for me. Yeah, Lee Smiley was good. And to be Gordon, I think... To Finally, be Gordon, a lot of people had doubts about 
how much they splashed on him. Yeah, but Everton. the young man is repaying that. He's repaying it too. I know he had a torrid first season. Yeah. But it's really better than. Wow, he has, yeah. he has, he's, been, he's been there, one of I'm, the best players. What can we say about Jamal Lesels? Oh, yeah, I mean, Renaissance complete. I'm telling you. Almost seemed like his yeah. way was way the, out. The comeback is complete. I know, it's yeah. crazy. And he's adding goals. And, yeah, and I, I, I make bold to say that Eddie Howe is the best defensive manager in the league. Um, um, will no. I have my no. differ? No, that be the highlight. It's not defense. <laughs> you have a problem with this highlight. No, no, no. no. The defense was breached three times now. Yeah. Over. <laughs> Eddie Howe, in terms of the low block, yeah. nobody should be pass for Premier League. He has done it consistently. Systemly. Against us, he relegated us at only one shot. <laughs> Look at it against Chelsea. Chelsea were coming with confidence after City and the. Yeah. And he, he and has, he, knocked the confidence. he has mastered it in the big games. Yeah. He knows how to set up his team to be very, very And solid. the interesting thing is that they don't have the most talented defense. Yes, now. It's just good old. It's a workman like defense. Yeah. yeah. And you know, the irony is that coming into this season, one of the first issues we put out was how good will Newcastle's defense be this season? Coping with the European exertions, out of. Yes, it has stored. Yeah, on them with them, injuries, yeah, yeah, yeah. but somehow they are copying, and it's interesting that you know a player like Jamal Lascelles comes in and psh, it's like nothing has changed. And I think another, another manager that could rival Emery from my calendar year what has to be this guy. Yeah, because this have, guy comes in and we think it's money from South Arabia, yeah. but he has coached the team. We can he's coached it. the team yeah. and really, yeah. really, how much they have the year now? Spent, yeah, you know. they brought in his sack. Isaac is not the best striker in the yeah, world. Yeah, the brother Anthony Gordon. Anthony Gordon. Yeah. And the same Botman. Yeah, and so and Botman has okay. not been playing of recent. Yeah, uh, the same Bruno Grimares and the same Tonali. By the way, but they, you can look at it, it's a gradual, it's not like they went out and they splashed the car. Yes, it sir. was gradual. By the way, the course of Bruno Grimares is finally over. He didn't play the game now. He played. No, he played now. Okay, he yeah, played, he played now. Because they have a problem when he doesn't play, they lose. Uh, fact, every game he hasn't played for Newcastle, they have lost everything. Ooh. Well, he played. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 and uh, yeah. one one network cost me money that Saturday. Yeah. They now allow me to play card. That's how many cards were in that game? How many? Eleven. Wow. Wowza. <laughs> and I hear that Tonali is playing insane football in training. But he can't play. But he can't play. Yeah, he's playing out of his skin. And that must be that can be frustrating as yeah. a manager. See your poster boy, your record signing. Sign yes, sir. Anyway, is there any other talking for the Premier League for you? None. Drummond, um, bounce back. Luton, got yeah. their first win at home. Yep, yep. Well, who else? I'm delighted for Luton. I think that they are going to stay up. I, I've said it. Yeah, you that's, said it. You said it. Constant on that. I think you they'll stay it. up. Um, I think that's just about it. Yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah. Just saying, Chet. Yeah. What's new? <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. But the, the Fulham Wolves game also was a good game. Yeah, it was a good game. Yeah. Uh, Ivan Cavaliero Debbie. Yeah. <laughs> It was a good game. Yeah. I was, I was, I mean, I was impressed to see Alex Wobby score. I mean, for Fulham to score three goals. Yeah. That's impressive. They needed that win. Badly yeah, needed that win. Near that win. I have been, I've been alarmed for Marco Silva. Yeah. Yeah, we just got big money, you know. <laughs> to, to extend his You to invest in the striker, though. Yeah. All right, let's do, let's do, let's do fan mails then. Okay. We'll do another league. Family, family. Let's talk about family real quick, real quick. 
Uh, so, the big game this weekend um, is um, Man City Spurs. Oh, okay, that, the guy that sent us uh, that tech stuff. Oh, yeah. He has replied. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I think so. So, Francis will look at it and get back oh, to you. He listens to the pod as well. Now, yeah, so, he does. Yeah, so, yeah. So we'll, we'll look at it and get back to you. Uh, so, Valentine Anayo, a regular listener from Dudo Federal University of Technology, Akure, Futa. Glad I'm writing you guys again. I listened to last week's edition of the podcast. I was able to understand some of the problems of football and its administration in Nigeria. Having, started, having, st having stated the problems of the Super Eagles, what do you think is the right solution and necessary steps to enforce it? He's brought Super Eagles again. <laughs> I found a way to not talk about it on the on the on the rundown. We didn't even measure FFS. No, I, it was deliberate. <laughs> Those that run football affairs in this country, are they aware of the problem of football in this country? If not, I'll employ them to listen to the last week episode of the pod because of the in-depth analysis you guys gave. Thank you about for that. Happy to see my sister gradually shaping up. Probably it was injury, uh woes. Sorry, what's that? Injury woes. Now that uh, injury worries that caused the poor run of form. My phone has started his madness now. Why is it that when you want to read fan mails? Now that, oh, now that almost everyone is back, the team is generally back, but still a lot of work to be done. Kudos to you guys. That's why I did work this morning to one league team of the week. The team began doing ah. here. I said, this guy just wants to embarrass me. I need a new phone. Mm. SOS, I need a new phone. This one. <laughs> So answer Valentine, you can't avoid this super ego matter. So he said, "What is? So what is the solution? The solution is let's back to the basics. Exactly. Get yeah. back to the Every basis. country that has found solutions have gone back to the yeah, basics. Even Morocco went back to the yeah, basics. Yeah, went back to the basics. Yeah, as simple as you that. You can't, uh, you can't be winging it. Yeah, and think that you get away with it. You get away with it in the short term. In the long term, well, it's my phone no one grew. <laughs> we have to. We have two more. We have two more. To read. And the phone is uh, showing itself. Come on now. All right. Did you see Pochettino so, uh, filming at this thing? Yeah, I saw that. It was really livid. Yeah, I think he needs to do more of that. <laughs> yeah, do, Because how do you go from the eyes of City, Spurs? So they are four four wins according to two yeah, no. four four wins. Ah. Anyways, I didn't. We talk about Luton, right? But yeah. um, Chido Ziogbene, nah. <laughs> give it, I give it to that guy. It's been a live wire this season for them. Yeah. And Forest are going to miss Awuni. How they are going to find their goals? Yeah, they're going to find goals. They need to yeah. find goals. Awuni is going to be out for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, maybe three months. Or thereabout. So maybe Morgan Gibbs White, Antonio Langa, and this uh, Liverpool guy. No. Uh, Liverpool is Milan. Origi. Oh. Find oh, the goals. Wow. Uh, See, I think Chris will change the way they play. Yeah, changes it completely. Changes it? Route one. Yes, sir. Cross and not. Cross and inshallah. <laughs> All right, so let's go. Benga uh, Boyega reaches us again from Abuja. From Abuja. So, so the transfer of May 2008 was a Wednesday, and as a four square gospel church member at the time, Wednesday were for Bible study, midweek service. That particular week was a revival summit, so programs have started since Monday. Here came Wednesday, and we were done with the evening program, of which all my heart and mind remain fixated 
on the UCL final to be held later that night. An old English final. Manchester United Chelsea. Brendan, I enjoyed the game. Only for me to sit on the rug for one and twenty plus minutes waiting for John Terry to sleep. And the cross card to give the rest the title during penalties. I refused to eat that night. I was disgruntled to the end of the week because I had a close affiliation with Chelsea featuring Mikel <coughs> Drogba and excuse me. My second vivid memory was in inter international football during the 2006 AFCON semi-finals between Cameroon and Ivory Coast, which ended in an infinite 11-12 penalty uh, shooter. The penalties felt like regulation time was 23 goal trailer. And that is the end of my reminiscence, reminiscence splendid day to you. So he sends another one. Pardon me for sending this short second mail today. Did you see the penalty call later given to Man U versus Everton? Last time I talked about referees being like a desk and overly reliant on the call back from VAR. Explain to me how the referee initially gave Manchester a caution for diving when the actual contact and the virtual foul was clearly in his line of sight. It required a VAR check to do the needful. I can bet the referee saw the initial incident at first glance and still made a wrong call. Which wasn't even, a, you couldn't call it an obvious error. Error. Yeah, no. Well, it was an error. No, the referee saw it. You don't get it. Yeah. VAR is like when an obvious error has been made. Mm -hmm. That the referee didn't see. I mean, yeah. they call it back. Yeah. But the referee saw this, reacted to it. Okay. And still, and they said, VAR shouldn't have intervened. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. I, I didn't understand. Basically, what happened there was a re refereeing of that game. Of the game, exactly. In fact, the same thing happened to SCD2 now. The penalty. The penalty. The <laughs> that's the referee of the station. And that's what VAR is not for. It's as if, I don't know. Uh, I think VAR has built a lot of doubt in the minds of referees, the referees that are yeah. not bold enough to say, this is the decision I'm taking. Jose Mourinho has said it. The VAR are the ones refereeing the games. Yeah. The refereeing, referees are just there for... They're just consultants. For showcase. <laughs> They're just placeholders. They're just consultants. That's what I'm starting again. I'm looking for Peter's bill. See, that friend with the days I play, make him buy for you. Ah, wow, 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 my good guy. You don't wow, try. Please, please. Wow, wow if you're listening, there's something you buy me for. iPhone 15. Ah, just buy Android phone. Any Android phone, I'll take it. All right, we have one more to go, right? Yeah, Peter. And Peter. I hope I. I, I think Peter has written to us. Yeah, written to us before. Good day to you, Wale Agemi and Peter Edehuru. I hope I got your name right from Surrey, Lagos. I'd like both of you to please take your time to look into the present NFL president and his board. Wale, you are trumped to me. <sighs> to me, nothing has really changed after over a year he's been in office. Everything has been the same when compared to the last one led by my bros, Amadou Pini. And there is this romance between the present NFL president and Amadou, which does not really go well with me and that makes me feel that probably he amadou is still running the show and not really when he assumed office a committee was set up to look into all our national teams and grassroots football so what happened personally our youth teams have our youth football that used to be to give us joy is no more our clubs not doing well continentally our senior national team both male and female are practically zero and these people are not taking any action for how long are we going to continue like this, please? Although in all this, I give him, NFL President, credit for
forgive the present LMC or, or MPL or MPSL, mm -hmm. necessary support and free hand to operate, which is beginning to yield some fruitful results we all can see today. Thank you, you both, for the wonderful job you are doing. All right, first things first. I believe that there's a, there's still something going on between. Uh, that's what's been going on. Amadou and um, no, no. What, what are you talking about? Didn't Amadou come out to say he's the one that put him there? Yes, I'm sure. You forgot it. Um, I'm talking about continental football. You saw what happened at the weekend. Jawan Galaxy. Jawan Galaxy that went to beat Wydad at Kuzi. home. Massive coupon buster. A bala, massive coupon buster. That thing will be double figures. Though. And it was how Wydad couldn't accept that aside from Botswana could the, come and beat them. They got that that juju that you used. And those North Africans are too proud. Ah. I remember that's what, what, that's what uh, Alakli did during the African Football League. When Sundowns mm. came to get the result against them, yeah. and they started saying that their favoritism. Like, can't you guys have said that you've been beaten? I love what Sulani did, did to them in the press conference. We'll break it down. Yes, of course. Pa, pa, pa. Well, South Africans, they believe like football starts, starts and, and ends with them. them. Yeah. Is, is I know they're, they're a good footballing yeah. block, but hey, calm it down. Calm your system, please. No, so, so, the reason I mentioned that was continental football. That's what we cannot do. Joanne Galaxy. Yeah. The team from Botswana. Beating former champions. Like that. Note, we played this. Eiba played the same way that. Eiba could not lay a glove. Glove. <laughs> not a hand. Not with that. <laughs> so that just I'm tells you where trouble. we are. That I'm just tells trouble. you where we are. So, uh, Peter, uh, I'm going to do more or less is still running NFF. At least from what it is alleged. Yes. Thank you very much for the family. You guys found a way to just squeeze it in. But, hey, let it fly. Let it fly. Let it fly. All right, let's 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 talk about um let's do Seria. Yeah. And the highlight from, from Seria was wasn't about the Derby. Derby was boring. Yeah. Juve Inter. Let's talk about a game that was also boring. In fact, I think in the second half of that game, Milan Fiorentina, Milan were outshot 18 to 1. Yes, man. That's how poor for that good man. Yeah, that's how poor. Thank God for do we call that a save? Is that a save? Boy, it's uh, Magna High. That's a save. I mean, he had did there. That's save. But the highlight was um, Germano Lanzoni, who is the stadium announcer at Milan for over 20 years. Mm. He's announced legendary names, mm -hmm. iconic names. And this time I was a 15 year old. He announced and, um, Francesco Camarda, wow. 15 years, and I'm over 200 days old. Yeah. And it's a striker, and not that they are doing it for show. They are doing it because Milan came into that game in a striker crisis. Yeah. No Leal. No Giroud. Giroud stupid suspension. Um, Jovic no, started up front. Yeah, Jovic started. No no Alcafo. Yeah, no no Alcafo. Who came uh, back from international duty? Uh, our brother played, but. Uh, Samu. <laughs> somebody, somebody asked me like, "Oh, now they talk about Samu for the podcast." <laughs> Samu was not existent. Samu was Samu. Jovic missed a. Samu even missed a close ringer than Ovid missed one on one. That Ovid is just a blatant waste of money and space. <laughs> I wonder what Madrid what saw. saw. No, what Madrid, Madrid saw. saw. Madrid first splashed out no, 60 million. No, Madrid, Madrid saw him at. Uh, was it Frankfurt? Fiorentina now? No, it was at Frank, Frankfurt. No, it was in Frankfurt, it was in Frankfurt now. Ovid ah. joined Real Madrid from Fiorentina. Was it, okay, from Fiorentina. And so they saw that. And the yeah, I did sent him to Frankfurt. Uh -huh. that's, that's where I lost. And so that's what he saw now. And he felt he got in jail. I see my mom, my mom just won't chop their money. And I like Jovic. As purely come out and 
Put Kamada. He no even vex. He no vex. He no say na nonsense. He no say na nonsense. He played throughout. You know. So, but um, Kamada, yeah, I've confirmed. He's 15 and 260 days old. And when he was coming on, the camera panned towards his mom. Was weeping. Mm. Crying, say, oh, more. Oh, more. Mm. I said the previous record was being held by one Gambian. Hey. Remember, it was last season. Hey, you can find the name. For Milan? Or no, no, for no, Syria no, no. as a whole? No, the Syria. The Syria record. But you, you saw what the league handle did. What did they do? They made a mistake. With the date of birth of the boy. Oh. oh. In their post. Wisdom Army. Mm. Yeah. Center back, Bologna, 2021. It was the youngest. Mm. was the youngest Serie player. Before this guy now. Yeah, before. before. Although some of my AC Milan fans felt that uh, Pirelli was just trying to play smart. No, no, no. <laughs> Milan have had 27 injuries in Europe. Wait now. What they, said, what they said was that. What my people said. You told these people. They said that Pirelli just used that one, take Raus, you know, the get the crowd going. No, it could, it could, that, it could be. That so that if, 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 if Milan lost that game, right, the focus would be on the fact that they fielded a record breaker. So that record breaking incident will be the news. And they play well. I agree. I agree. But Kamarat, because they don't get option. 27 injuries this year, although I find that over the top. But if, like we mentioned, the absences, and if you're a boy that is coming to a team and three weeks ago he scored a bicycle kick against PSG in the UEFA Youth League. Mm. And they said also that uh, as, a, as a player was part of the system, he has a the under 15. He has 43 goals in guess what? 87 matches. Eh? I think it's, a, it's not play. Hmm. Kamada has 43 goals in 87 matches, matches. So that's for average youth of, teams. Average of five goals a game. Ah. But four what do you call it? Four eighty-three goals in ah, eighty-seven. So average of six goals per game. Wow. Ah, that see that goal ratio even make Elian like amateur. Yes, now. So that, that's a boy that's coming. Ridiculous. Yes, that's a boy coming with profile. Yeah. I know he's a 15 year old, but that's profile. But that's huge profile. Hopefully he stays fit. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully there's no pressure. Just take form. it. I think he'll play again this weekend. This weekend. You know why? Giroud is still out suspended. The injury crisis. This guy's not playing this this midweek now. Uh, yeah, yeah, still injured. Uh, no wonder you shot. So most likely, yeah, nah, yeah, nah. <laughs> so most likely, I think he's going to play against uh, Shina or wherever they're playing this minute. But boys like this, you need to protect them. Yeah. I remember when this boy came through. Was it General Pietro Pellegrini? Hmm. Pellegrini's name was shouted to high heavens. Had a big moment against Roma. I remember that thirty uh, final game of the season. The guy also thirty. They let called me, him the Italian killer Mbappe. Let me tell you another one. Mm. Portillo. No, that's been on our spin. Real Madrid. Yeah, prior to Raul. Yeah, now. I'm even talking about Italian experience here. Ah. Pelegri, Italian Mbappe. They finally go to Monaco. Monaco, that boy is playing at Torino now. In fact, Pietro Pelegri and Kamada have the same agent. I learned. They have the same agent. So you have to. to protect them. Of course, you have to. Yeah. You have to really, really protect them. Ah, Portillo, man. Sorry. <laughs> hey, speak of Raul, I understand he was supposed to take the Union Berlin job yeah. and he turned it down. I don't know if he turned it down though. Well, that's what I heard. I turned it down because he still wants to be oh, around. Raul has been very, very intelligent with these jobs. Then it's not his only job he's turned down. He turned down the VRL job now. Uh -huh. Before this before guy. Before Marcelino came back. Yeah. 
It's only them. I think it's guys of the Real Madrid. Yeah. And there are also those at the Bernabeu who, who are rooting for him. Yeah, who are rooting for him. Although the favourite is still Xabi Alonso. But there are a lot of people in that Madrid system who also, because his work speaks for himself. I mean, he did a fantastic job with the Castilla, with the beating. Yeah, but they still have a lot of lucky somewhere. Yeah, but Raul, Raul has is, a figure. Yeah, has Raul a is much more in the picture because is Madridismo. Yeah. is the emblem. Madrid, Raul was born in Madrid. Played for Real Madrid. His, his appearance record will never be better yeah. in history. I don't know, maybe in the next generation. Maybe. That guy has over 750 games. So he embodies Real Madrid and the work he's even doing is even so. That's why I think that maybe he has a chance. But once again, Florentino Perez is on that guy at Bayer Leverkusen. <laughs> That's the truth. Deservedly so. Oh, yes. Deservedly so. All right. Uh, we're talking Serie And um, Milan were bad. <sighs> but... It's important to win just after, I mean, just before Juvian and yeah. points. Just be in the picture. I think they are six points behind. But Napoli might be reinvigorated with Mazzario. Yeah, yeah. Uh, new manager bounce. It's uh, just one game. Uh, new manager bounce. Uh, still bounce. They bounce, they bounce. Atalanta were not at the races. Uh, had some good chances, had the court chopped off. Um, Luke scored as well. Luke scored. Short man scored a good header. Yeah. What are all those Napoli defenders were doing? Uh, but it was good to have Osime back, contributed with his power and pace to get involved in a horrible mistake by the Atalanta goalkeeper uh, for Elmas to score. I think this Elmas scored in back-to-back victories away at Atalanta. So um, it's interesting to see what what structure uh, Napoli will go with completely. We know Mazzari is the proponent of playing. Uh, three at the back. Yeah, did, did, did he play three at the back in the game? Play, I think he played a back four. No, he, did, he played a back four. Yeah. Mm, because. Well, Mazzari uh, all his life now. So I, I was looking forward to seeing how he was going to set up, you know, for that game. Because Mazzari, right from way back from Napoli, time. is an exponent. But see, he's been out of the game for a while. <laughs> so, my mom, I just tried to play. His last it. job was uh, Torino? Yeah, Torino. Yeah, his last job where, was Torino. Where they fired him, took him back. I'm finding him again. again. Yeah, his last job was Torino, actually. So, um, so I was I was looking forward to seeing how I was going to set up in that game. But he played back for. He played back for. Yeah. Played back for. Yeah. So, it's a good win. Uh, an opportunity for Napoli to bounce up. I think Napoli play Inter next. I think. Is it Inter? Yeah, I think yeah. they play Inter next. But I'm, 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 before you, before you confirm that, I think, I think Inter have got uh, Napoli and Lazio, Napoli and Lazio, something like that, yeah. Whatever, but what I'm looking forward to in Mazzari is, is how Osima is going to thrive under him. Under him. Because He's of had the, some good strikers under him. Because of the history that Mazzari has Oh, scored. yes. Napoli play Inter at home. Mm-hmm. Napoli at home. Yeah. The history strikers have under Mazzari oh, yeah. is Ridiculous. incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Cavani, Cavani. Is, is always the success story. Uh, it's Cristiano Lucarelli. Yeah, Lucarelli. Yeah. Back at Livorno. Man, Lucarelli came from Serie B and became top scorer in Serie A the next season. Mm. Oh, this, guy. this guy, this guy. This Argentine striker. Rolando Bianchi. If, do you remember Rolando Bianchi? Yeah, that came to City. Yeah. Uh-huh. Bianchi yeah. and this guy played together at Regen and there was something else. Yeah. Macamoruso. Yeah. There's uh, this striker. There's Gianpaolo Pazzini. Who also was yeah, also monstrous on the power. guy that scored the first goal in the New Wembley. Yeah. yeah. So there, I think there's still one more I'm missing. There's one now we're missing. Argentine. He's not tall. Ah, what's his name? Which now? club is he play for? Napoli. 
Madame, a period now. No, Napoli were, if not the best side, well set so up. Top, yeah. Their three at the back was functional. They had Walter Gagano. They get this boy when Carrie go out for that, that year too. Um, where the number six now? Toman, Toman talking. Alan. Oh, Alan. That we went to Everton. Yeah. There was Alan. There was Gagano. There was Zuniga. Ah, no, now Zuniga go Watford. Zuniga, yes, yeah, Zuniga. Those guys were his Trojans in midfield. Ah, Ota Gagano. Ah, this Gagano where you mentioned now. You don't see Marek Amshik, Lavezzi, and Cavani. Oh, they had uh, record points now. They just didn't win the league. They, win the league. they, just, yeah. they came second. But they won the Copa Italia, I think. Yeah, under him. Yeah, they won the Copa Italia. Now, just fight them. Now, the fight happened between coach and president now. No, no, no. Let me fight happen when they come up. Let me see now. And the fight was centered around uh, Mazzari's head was turned after Inter came for him. So Inter came and it was a massive step up. Mm. And he felt he wanted to go to Inter. And the uh, in, there was a statement that Laurentiis made then. He said, this uh, guy that went to Inter is a matter, is a case of make you get paid. Say, baby won't come out for your, won't come out for your life, will come out now. Even make the sex good. Let the sex be good. Let the money be good. A babe that wants to sleep with another man will sleep with another man. That's how he described the Mazzari to Inter. It was so I think that over you know sometimes time they heal all of this. Of course, things. time the humans, man. You know, so and then when they, they, they you have a manager who probably wants to come back into the game. Yeah, so you give her a way back in. Yes. And then you look at the talent that Napoli has. No, every coach will want to coach that team. Oh yeah. yeah so. But this thing at the back team, imagine Victor Karaskela playing left foot back. <laughs> But he will he will adapt. Yeah, he will, he will, he will adapt. Just play. He will just switch to that formation and play behind the scenes. Yeah, scene. yeah. But I mean, if if he gets them back firing, they might just be back in the picture. Yeah, it's Champions still not too late. This. It's still not too late. Champions League. Yeah, it's not too late. I think they are back in top for now. Yeah, yeah, it's not too late for them. <laughs> now let's talk about the, the Juventus game. Both managers were asked. Both managers were asked before the game. Now, would they settle for a draw? Both of them said no. <laughs> they, are, they are not interested in a draw. But the second half, otherwise... <laughs> like, like, like they are like this, it just seems like, guys, they just play Because, I mean, see, there was a bit of energy in the first half. Yeah. Second half, second half, only one shot in the second half. What kind of game is that? <laughs> I was really looking forward to that game. I only enjoyed the first half. Second half, ah, no, 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 no. I was a bore. And then the moment, uh, exactly brought on, Corrado, I just knew that. Whoa, this man not settled for this draw because Corrado came on to a large noise of booze <coughs> from uh, the Bianconeri fans, and then immediately got a yellow card. We went to a tackle straight away. I just knew that this game, not in this game. So, so if they had won, I think we'll have added fuel to that fire. Inter would have gone fire about, about them trying to challenge. But the draw still keeps the fire burning. Basically. Oh, yes. But what do you make of the, the discordant tunes between manager and players? Manager says, we are not in the title picture. That's uh, Allegri. Allegri. Players, Adrian Rabio, Weston McKenney, were seen after the game, the title is coming back to Toronto. And they are looking at the table, you know. The manager is looking at 
the whole world is considering where they're coming from. But maybe they're not too, they're not too far behind. They're not far behind. But he's trying as much as possible not to raise expectations. Like Emery says continually that there are seven teams better than Villa in the Premier League. Uh -huh. Despite them being in the top four. Okay, so is that the flip side is Inter. Inter will tell you, yes, we want to win the Scudetto. We are going to win the Scudetto. So you ask Manila, I tell you, yeah, we want to win. Allegri is telling you, we just want to get back in the Champions League. Because for him, he's had a tough period, first of all, clinging on to the job with all the issues that happened you know, around him, you know, the ownership, the board, the guys running the club, you know, all that has happened around him. He just wants to, first of all, let me sustain mm -hmm. what I have. Let me hold on to this job. If I can get Champions League, then I can now prepare for the next phase. Note that they struggled in terms of even bringing names in. They've had to go back yeah, to rely the academy. On, on the, system, the likes of yeah. Cambiaso, Gatti, There's one guy that lined up, a 23-year-old uh, Kanoji or something like that. I can't, one name like that. Mm -hmm. so all that. No, this season I've learned about some new Juventus players that I've never known about. <laughs> <laughs> like, by the way, Lotaro is, is, is carrying the team still. Yes, he is. Ram already has four assists for him yeah. this season. Um, he's on 27 goals this calendar year. Yeah. Which is, and he's only behind, which is only behind, uh, behind uh, Christian Vieri yeah. and... Milito. Milito, yeah. Vieri was 0-1, 28. Milito was 20-12, 28. Oh. So if he I can do two more now. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. man... By this week, you can just yeah, look up. <laughs> but see, yes. it has been raised. You can't be doing 29 goals in the calendar. You have when Messi do that, you Shift. Do you have any Alan did this? Oh, God, you shift. But Turam and Lotara have definitely you know, it's worked. A, it's, it's a good, um, yeah, it's it's a good um, partnership that is, that is growing. Growing in leaps and bounds. Hey, Omo. All right, so I think that's um, about it from the Serie yeah? yeah. Um, Nothing else caught the eye. Nothing else, mm. nothing else, nothing else. Uh, but we'll get to see Inter in the Champions League. I think Inter are done with the Champions League yeah, groups. They're good to go. Yeah. And Inter, Is there Italian teams that are strong? Keep an eye on Inter. Yeah. This season. Yeah. I won't be surprised if they make another final tilt. I won't, I won't yeah. as well. I think they have a very good But Milan team. might be on their way out. This striker yeah. crisis might cost them. They are yeah. playing PSG. No, playing Dortmund first. Dortmund, oh. Those <laughs> nah, chaotic Dortmunds. <laughs> no, I cannot support Dortmund again. <laughs> you saw them again this weekend. Two nil down, first 17 minutes. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Or first 20 minutes. Like Half time, three to the Alidi. <laughs> it is a side... Whose ethos, whose it's foundation. Not, it's not together. In fact, people don't remember that Dortmund's chaotic stance have always been from way back. <laughs> Dortmund have been a side based on chaos from even when they had the. At my Israel. Yes. <laughs> Since the days of the Champions League final of 90, yeah, 90, 98, I mean 96. 97. 97, John. 97. When they lost to. You, when they beat Juve. They beat Juventus. Sorry, yeah. uh, they beat Juventus. They have been a chaotic side. Club just took them to another level of, of chaos, chaos. With a bit of control, getting pressing. Getting pressing, the idea of getting pressing kills. <laughs> so when you watch Dortmund right now, it is something that is... is the foundation. Their, yeah. It's engraved in their, their history. Oh. They, they beat Gladbach. We expect the game to have been... Yeah, it's have been that way. in Gladbach and, and Dortmund is always... <laughs> no, it's good. Good. I think Fulcro scored once again. 
So grüß Gott, er hat auch gesagt, ähm, Beide Gottes. Gittes. Beide Gottes. Ist Englisch. Das ist ein New Bellingham Project. Yeah. Watch how they sell that boy for like 150. Abio. <laughs> it's, it's one of the boys here, Britain. I think um, Kane scored on Friday. Yeah, he scored on Friday to make it 18. Yeah, they, they, they just got past Cologne 1 now. Yeah. On one, was, I saw one coupon. I think I told you about it. The guy. The option he went for was Cologne not to keep a clean sheet, and he staked five hundred thousand dollars on it to huh? win five hundred sixty-four thousand huh. dollars. and I'm trying to wonder because it was just one nil. I can't believe any nil now. Five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, to win five six five sixty-four. Just wanted to win sixty-four thousand dollars. Huh. How do you release five hundred thousand for sixty-four thousand dollars? Now just one point zero three or one point zero four. Which guy was now? Now, do you want to keep your seat? Ah, I don't want to take what I can give. Yeah, the back of TV go watch. The back of TV go watch. I don't want to take what I can give. The back of TV go watch. But let's talk about my team to win the league. Please, join the train. Join the train. Well, see, wait. No, wait. Don't you see Grimaldo? We see Grimaldo. Don't you see Jeremy Finpong? We see them. Did you see their numbers that went viral this week? Oh, yeah, we saw their numbers. Goals and assists? Yes, we have. So how, how dare you see those numbers? I, I don't still want to don't believe. No, not yet. I, I know too much about Leverkusen not to trust them. So we have just have to win. So I don't think it's this side. This side will win the league. I, what I like about this side is the fact that the goals are being shared around. Yeah. Uh, people are picking up the slacks. Farnves came back from Manesia like yeah. nothing happened. Yeah. So uh, so that's a good thing about a team like this. Championship winning teams, whilst you need to have one volume striker or volume goal provider, you also need to be able to share the goals around. And that's what they're doing. They're getting goals from all over the place. And it seems our own uh, Boniface is yeah, a, bit it's a, a bit of a goal drought. Yeah, so yeah. so I, I think it's important for them to continue in this vein. They've not lost any game domestically and in Europe. Oh, but crucially for them, I think that this might sound a bit off. But I, they need to quickly play Bayern again in that second leg and, ah, and get it out of the way. No, no, next no it's next year, I know. Mm -hmm. But see, you remember it's on the 18-game first half of the season. Mm -hmm. It's, it's um, 16. And they're on match day 12 or 13 now. Yeah. For the first half of the season, almost done. Yeah. Nobody wins the league, although there's always a title for winter, winter champions. Winter champions. But they need that second half to get tick Bayern off because in this form, you want to quick, because the only blot yeah. on your season so far so good. As in bad, bad, and that was a draw. Yeah. And again, you even deserve to win. So maybe you just quickly take it out and move on. Yeah. I know that, okay. It's the likes of Dortmund, Gladbach, uh, Leipzig that I need to face. Yeah. I like, I like what I, I thought they were going to be a bit of an international hangover. No, not at all. Just swore it aside. Um, then uh, Union Berlin started life without Hurst Fisher. And they paid a massive tribute to the manager. Man, don't try now. The, the, the president of the club said, see, we didn't sack him. He didn't resign. Mm. Both parties just came together. And I believe, because I know the relationship that is between manager, fans, and even mm. the club itself as an organization. They just had to salvage the situation somehow. What did I tell you about the situation? <laughs> Sometimes, just sack him. Just sack the coach. And see now, post-manager, they got a draw. Yeah. They, they missed the penalty in that game. Because after they went behind against, um, they're playing, uh, where they're playing? Um, I think it was Augsburg. Yeah, it was Augsburg. Augsburg. 
Oxford went, went ahead and they got a penalty. I think it was Ruben Gossens who lost us. Kevin Volland. Volland equalized, by the way. But they played well. You could see some fights. You could see some spirit. So sometimes, it's not that the manager is bad. No. See, but just bring a new guy. Even they didn't bring a new manager for the game. It was... Just promoted they from. promoted guys with the lady who was assistant, who will remain as a stand now. Because mm -hmm. they've brought in Bielika, Nena Bielika, who used to manage uh, Austria Vienna and... Uh, I think his last job was in Turkey. They sacked him last month now. They sacked the guy. But it's famous for bringing Austria Vienna to the Champions, Champions League. Yeah, and I think one more club or something. But... I think he gets tougher. Because their next game is against guess who? Leverkusen. Bayern. Bayern. After Bayern, I think it's Leverkusen. Oh, <laughs> And they have Champions League. And they have, they are even out of the Champions League. You know, Sporting Braga. There's a way at Sporting Braga. But it doesn't get easy for this. Doesn't. And this is when his fire is burning. So I, I think there's any team that can't wait for the winter break to come. Oh, it's Union. It's Union. But at least a drop just raises the tension. The, oh, yeah. the, 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 the emotion and uh, the morale um, in, that, in that team. Stuttgart. And they are third, though. You know what the manager did? Uh, Sebastian Onis. He dropped uh, Gurasi. Because the guy got to come up from the Down to the score, huh? No, he came back from Afcon, tired, travel, and and put on that. Uh, and scored, scored after scored 56 two. seconds and scored the second again. <laughs> scored two. Yeah. I like, I like Stuttgart, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, can he maintain it? This Dortmund now, once they start this, they're madness now. You don't know, what, you don't know where it needs to. Leipzig also lost again. I've never regarded Leipzig. <laughs> lost to Wolfsburg. Jonas Wind has been one of the best players in the league. Too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, scored. Oh, the weekend. All right, um, what else again? Um, oh, the clean sheet masters in France. Nice. Nice, and they continue that. Four clean sheets. And now one nil. And they have never gone behind this season. Mm. Hey! 1 0, 1 0. They have not gone behind this season. That's crazy. Crazy. And when you have a 41 year old centre back. And he's doing. But my own personal takeaway from that game was the guy who returned to form. Murphy. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't scored since like like two months. Are you sure it's not that uh, PSG game? That was the last game he uh -huh. scored in there. Yes. Yeah. They won't keep PSG. That was the last game he scored in. So I was happy that he scored for, for them. Yeah, but PSG also, also one place don't. Oh yeah, they've got fire. Uh -huh. Yeah, they got fire. Big Monaco. Really big Monaco. No. Too Mon much, too yeah. much pace, man. Too mm. much power. But the team in form actually for me is Lons. Lons are now unbeaten in seven. You know how, how bad they were at the beginning of the season? Yeah, when they first started. They, they yeah. Then they are knocking on the top four doors. Yeah, the, they didn't to settle. New yeah. signings, get cope with the likes of uh, Luis Openda and mm. uh, Isu Fofana going. So, hey, I think they finally settled, steadied the ship. And, and I have a very sneaky feeling they'll beat Arsenal tomorrow. At the end Arsenal, they went to qualify though. Why do you think so? I think that they can also take... Psychological boost from the first leg. Where they mm, were the better side. Where the better side. So I, I won't I won't be surprised. Because they're also fighting for their their championship. The champions qualification. Is yeah. So I, I, won't, I won't be surprised at all. Don't worry, they are not fighting for anything. Sevilla I don't know where they, they go. Okay. <laughs> 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 they go to their usual place. Hey. Alright, my boys in, in, in Spain. Girona. Not Girona, my, my boys are Atletico Madrid, you know that. 
One game in hand. Third right now, yeah, I think. third. Griezmann scoring for fun. Do you want to join the Atletico Madrid? No, I'm not Who do you think is going to win the league this week? Real Madrid. No, no. Real Madrid cannot win the league. Okay, till then. No, no. <laughs> till then, no. Like, you're really confident Real Madrid yeah, will win the league? Madrid. No. I think it's Atletico Madrid. I can never go against Carlos. Oh, okay, okay. There's a disagreement factor. Disagreement factor. Um, I think Atleti beat Mallorca. Griezmann is now... I think he's eight Three, or, or he's, or like he's two goals behind the all-time Atletico Madrid. He's held by Luis Aragones. Some crazy. He's on one seventy-one. Aragones on one seventy-three. And it's now three hundred and he's got three hundred and one career goals. Yeah, career goals yeah. so and we still don't have a proper categorization of where this guy stands. We in don't terms know. Of, what, where, is, is, we don't know in what company he's sitting. Yeah, there's a personal problem. There's a positional problem. Yeah. We don't know we don't know where he sits in amongst the very best in, yeah. the, in the modern game. Yeah. Although when you ask him, he says he's not bothered about it where he's, wherever he sits. He just feels he's, a, he's on a class on, on his own. And I think he's the only class on his own. No, I think so. Yeah. Um if there's one transfer that United couldn't do that hurt me is Graceman? Graceman. Uh, where would he have fit in at United? Well at that time. Because he's not in number nine. No, but at that time, um I think United has Latin. And um, that's when Zlatan got injured. He was supposed to come the season after United signed, which was going to be Jose's second season, if I'm not mistaken. He was supposed to come. Then Atletico got that ban. That transfer ban. Yeah. And he decided to stay. That, you know, for loyalty, say, you need to stay because they couldn't sign anybody. It would have been perfect. You know, him, Pogba, you know, that time. The the thing they switch. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It have been lovely playing behind Zlatan, you know. But I think his I think his his legendary status at Atletico Madrid will just have that dent, that Barcelona. That Barcelona dent. But it looks like everything is well forgotten. Yeah, you could see it even with the fans who struggle to accept him back. Yeah, and if you can deliver a league title but, again. Yeah. He's not won the league title with them. Yeah, that's right. So if you can do it, if I has ever won the league title, yeah, and he has never won the Barcelona. Every time we don't uh, like this, pam. <laughs> and that is one of the reasons why I was tipping Atlet to win the league this season. I think that he, he has to win it. Because his legacy, even as a footballer in the modern game, needs. He won the World Cup, yeah, which is. No, fine. no, no doubt about yeah. that. But he, I think he needs a championship. He does. Yeah. He does. I think he needs it. Hopefully he gets it. Girona, uh, I call it a stumble? See, athletic club is a difficult game. Oh, always. Oh, my always. way. Anyway. So I won't see that one one as a disappointing result. No, no. Uh, they'll take it. In this, I think they were even the better side. Yeah. They scored. One disallowed goal. That was the first half. Mm. But Dovbik didn't play too. Ah. So... That you have to remind me one. <laughs> so you could... By the way, Yami put some money on Dovbik to, to score. And he didn't, he didn't even play. I think it was... Uh, what's the, the another Ukrainian that scored for them? Sikangov. Uh, yeah, it was called. You don't remember Sikangov? I don't remember him. For football manager? I didn't play football manager. I know oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not an FA fan. Sikangov. No. I don't play FM. All those young prospects. Sikangov is all of the, the All of the hype on FM. I was reading the tribute to Rafael Duamina. The guy, the Ghanaian that died in uh, Albania. Yeah. Is that Albania or Armenia? Yeah, Albania. He's actually an FM legend. Uh -huh. Yes. Rafael Duamina and... Uh, if I went out in the comment section of that piece, a lot of people had glowing words for like FM. I think they know where. They 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 said 
they interested about the piece was that they didn't know this guy up close, but they had they felt like they had a password, and that's what FM does. Yeah. FM makes you feel like you have a password. Especially if you scout the player and you bring the player through, and the player gone blue. Ah, uh, I didn't. So I didn't, I didn't like the unhealthy obsession people had with FM. Now ah. let me tell you, you've mentioned this name already today. Let me catch the whole unhealthy obsession I know. with football manager. In the early days of top radio, <laughs> we go to do sports cafe, and an FM you hear me, you hear me they play. There's a pic, but the picture on my Twitter page, on my Twitter page. Yeah. Click on it, zoom. I'm with a tab. I'm with a tablet. <laughs> now FM had a play. <laughs> So I, so I didn't like, a lot of people reported about how, uh, no, 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 so I, I couldn't. Then I find it weird that you do all of that thing and you'll not be the one controlling the players. Yeah, you run, a, they don't send you the tactics. Why don't, don't you run. just give me a console, let me just. No, be, you don't run the tactics, go and implement. <laughs> <laughs> so all of that, I found all of that very weird. I'll just go by PlayStation. Okay. I play by League. Mm -hmm. I use my hand, do myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. I've not played in years though, but yeah. So Zikankov was big on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, those young stars. That reminds me of this Zikankov had a name similar to, that, that came to my mind. Chiriginski. Remember it? When Barcelona won the treble. When they were trying to bring in legacy players to consolidate. When Pep went to go and bring him from Ukraine. That tall guy. Actually, Chuginski is still playing. He's back with um, Shakhtar. Oh. They were in the Champions League. He was in the Champions League. <laughs> those, those, pep, those, oh, those pep transfers. Yeah, 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 yeah. I miss apps. <laughs> you really work out. I think he fell under the pressure of Barcelona. Like, when you, see, when you come to club like Barcelona, then. Yeah. Man. That's the, get going. And they had injury problems then, so they threw him into yeah, the, the deep. Fire, yeah. Then, he like say, no, get precision with them. Mm. How this is a matter? It's like almost the time to sign Gabriel Benito too now. Hey, hey, yeah. I mean, no, it's Gabriel. Gabriel, Gabriel, yeah. Gabriel. Yeah, it's Gabriel. It's Gabriel Benito. All right, uh, Barcelona drew at, at Vallecano now. Yeah, it, drew at Vallecano. It, was, it was expected. That was a difficult place to go to. Yeah, but Pedro was back. Yeah, they got a yellow card too. Noma. You know, that's like... With uh, Gavi too. Noma, Noma. Noma, he's steady. steady yellow card. Go and, go and carry Champions League. He go collect again. Sure. <laughs> So it wasn't surprising that they drew at Malika. Everybody goes there to suffer. Yeah. Jonah went there to no, I think Jonah won. Three two, but I think it was home. No, that would have been Jonah at home. Yeah, it was Jonah at home. Madrid went there and played goalless. No, Madrid was actually at oh, home. Oh, better power, yeah, yeah. So it's a difficult team to play. It's a difficult team to play. But my highlight from Spain was this guy that scored a trick for Villarreal. Jose Luis Morales. Morales, commander. Oh, com <laughs> Commandante, that's what it's they call it. He scored a hat-trick. Actually scored twice was in, half, was in the Copa del Rey. So he has five goals in two games. Nobody gave him a look him under the previous managers of Yaya this season. I think they're on their seventh manager this season. Yeah. <laughs> All of the managers never gave him a chance. The Marcelino comes in, starts him against uh, in the Copa del Rey against Zamora. Zamora. Zamora yeah. He scores to take them to extra time. Scores the winner after extra time. Then he gives us a sooner, starts him, hat trick. <laughs> the boy is the guy, Boyke, he's 36, 37. <laughs> you know all these late bloomers? Yeah. We don't go through. They don't go through, they don't play everywhere. They don't play Liga, they don't play Jamjam. They don't play Tessera. They don't play Primera for the Federation. I know that Spanish lower tier is, is the dungeon. Ah, proper dungeon. It's the dungeon. When you hear Tessera, you think it's the third division. No. Yeah. <laughs> Tessera is between 7th and 23rd division. Yeah, that's why I get different. 
It's a very crazy system they operate over there. So the guy has been through Levante, relegation, comeback, <laughs> you know, go, go. He, might, he, was so, he, was, he was a labeler that Levante signed in for their second team. Yeah? <laughs> and their second team is supposed to be under 23, right? Yeah. He was 24 then. So maybe they, they gave over age, divided slots. Yeah. So they signed him for that slot. He wasn't even supposed to be in the main team. But now he's, I mean, that, that's, that's also life for you. <laughs> that's life. That's a lesson in life for you. 36, man. Blooming, enjoy yourself. Uh, scored three. I think they'll be on Sassana three goals. Yeah, two two. They'll be on Yeah, that was a very interesting result. Yeah, for Macedonia, second stint. Snapchat were back to back. Yeah, that was his first game back for them. Yeah. That was if don't see you. I don't see. Yeah, but he had some very interesting highlights. Yeah, Valencia. Won the cup. Valencia, right? Yeah. Sevilla, I think. Yeah, he's been to Sevilla as well. And one of those clubs maltreated him and... Uh, no, it's in Valencia. And I didn't do that, that kind of nonsense. After that kind of season, you sacked him. Ah, man. All right. I think that's uh, about it. Uh, reminder. Um, apologies for the poor production. Oh, yeah, yeah. The poor production last, last, last week. Yeah, we apologize profusely for that. Yeah, yeah. Really, really apologize. That was intentional. <laughs> unintentional. <laughs> it was unintentional. Someone said, someone said, I give you the, the, the Nigeria vibes. Uh, hey, that, <laughs> 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 it was unintentional, guys. We apologize. All right, prediction, prediction, prediction. Oh, okay. It's time to reclaim my crown, man. Oh, okay. Oh, or reclaim my lunch. I'm going on this, <laughs> on the street. It's time to reclaim my lunch. I think that's City Spurs. I'm going to change it again. I, I, yeah. I had an epiphany. Yeah, an epiphany. Yeah. <laughs> you never had. Uh, I had an epiphany. Now the games are coming thick and fast. I think now we. I think we are going into a double game week, so we have to do double prediction. Why would you know? We don't get. There's a midweek game. Which game be? Oh, okay. We'll be back before midweek now. No. Okay. Why are you in the hurry? Yeah, we're back. Because I think next week is Man Chelsea. Next week Wednesday. Yeah. Arsenal wins, first game. Okay, Arsenal win. Easy, I mean. Back to, you can differ. Easy does it. You can differ. You... Wolves draw. Oh, nice one. <laughs> nice one, really? Wolves draw. Okay, Arsenal win. I believe in Gary O'Neill, what do you mean? Alright. Oh, phone does start. Tell me, I beg him, you open this thing, give me. Okay. Arsenal Wolves is the early fixture. Yeah, yeah but it's not early, it's 7 4 o'clock. There's oh, no, no early fixture. No, no, one thirty. okay. Mm. There's no early fixture. Alright, so um also goes out of the way. What's next? Who's draw? Let's get it who uh Femi you two. Your phone two on the mess up. Ah, come on. This big man for what he used. I was next. Uh okay. Uh Brentford Luton Town. Brentford Luton Town. That should be straightforward. Brentford were good against Arsenal in moments, although was, the game was top start. Mm. Brentford mm. will win that. Mm. Yeah, Brentford will win that. Mm. Mm. Do two to get a draw. Ah, oh, do, wow. Do two to get a draw. <laughs> okay. Tell me, I'm not taking notes. Ah. Press okay. right, last, last. Burnley. <laughs> Burnley, Sheffield United. Burnley, Sheffield. I thought Sheffield was going to consolidate last weekend, but... Um, but uh, that defeat at home to yeah. Bournemouth. Right? Burnley, I thought, played well against West Ham. West Ham, yeah, I think Just so. Just a but, loss of concentration. But they said they don't... Some people said they don't have runners. <laughs> I think this ends in a draw. Mm. 
Yeah. I think Burnley wins this one. I think Burnley will win this. Uh, Nottingham Forest, Everton. Forest at home. Forest, Everton. Everton showing life, showing spirit. I'm, I'm going for Forest. No, I only for Forest. He has, a Everton, he has an Everton win written over it. I'm yeah. going for a Forest win. Yeah, Everton to win. Newcastle United, Manchester United. Newcastle United. Badly. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Let me just make it. Let, let me make it easy for you. Newcastle win this. Okay. Let me make it easy for you too. Manchester United wins this. Alright, there we go. Big game Sunday. Manchester City Sports. City win. <laughs> <laughs> But you said draw before. I thought I thought you had an epiphany. Epiphany, come. Epiphany. Man City win. Man City win. Bournemouth, Aston Villa. Oh, Villa, Villa, Villa win that. We know that two Spaniards are good team, but Villa win. Villa win. Oh, what have I pressed now? Chelsea, Brighton. He has, he has the makings of a good game, but I get a feeling that Brighton's hype has died down. The yeah, it has what died down. What did they play for the weekend? They won. They beat the Forest now. They beat Forest now. 3-2. Yeah. Three, two. Three, yeah. Two. I think if this game becomes end to end, Brighton have got what it takes to win. Yeah, to win if it becomes end to end. Yeah. yeah. The, this yeah. game has the makings for a 5-5 game. And I think the last time they played, just one now. In yeah, the Carabao Carabao Cup. Cup. This has the makings of a tennis court game. Yeah, those those uh, uh, first time second round go go. Yeah, something like exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so give me give me give me Brighton, give me Brighton to win. Oh, okay, I'm going for a draw. Though. I'm going for a draw. Though. Yeah. Uh, Liverpool Fulham. Yeah, Liverpool win. Liverpool win. Yeah. Liverpool win. West Ham Crystal Palace. West Ham to win. West Ham. It's West Ham Palace. West Ham to win. West Ham okay. to win. Uh, Monday? Do we have Monday? No, I don't no think Monday so. fixture. Uh, we have, we have Monday because they are, they, are, they are middle games from Tuesday. Yeah, there's Luton Arsenal on Tuesday. There's Wolves Burnley. There's, ah? there's Arsenal, uh, Chelsea. Yes, yeah, Wednesday. All right, so I think we'll do that on Monday. Like yeah, we'll do that on Monday. Yeah, so. yeah. Our are locked in? Yeah, locked in. There we go. So. So. Anyways, by the way, I've, I've, I've paid for lunch for today. So. Yes, please. Go and organize my lunch. Try to win. Despite winning me by just a slim margin. But, uh, Which slim margin? I won you by three points. It's, it's, a, it's a slim margin. You were winning by one point. Which the day? game was decided by Fulham Wolves, and we know the circumstance that led to Fulham Wait, winning that game. Look at this man. That's our offer today. Thank you very much, guys. We'll be back next week, Monday. And this time around, trust me, my voice will be cracked. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, thank you very Hopefully. much. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, it's going to be a, a nice weekend. I'm attending a concert phase, phase and friends, so yeah, I hope I don't lose my voice there because the OGs are performing there. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, thank you very much. Please share this episode. We we'll really appreciate it. And um, rate the podcast as well. Yeah, yeah rate the podcast as well. And our 50th episode is coming up next, next week. Yeah. And we'll come in bearing gifts. Yes. Thank you very much to Astimin. Repair and recover with us, Timmy. Always, always. Always do that. Always. Thank and, you, Astin. Um, yeah, Afcon is coming up as well. I'm sure Astin has got plans um, for their loyal customers as well. All right, Yemi, we got to go. Ciao. Reach out to Femi as well. Bye-bye.